0: Hey everybody, my name is Brian, and I got a special guest today to share with you all. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Ken. Hello, Iron Man, Andre, Archmage, everyone I'm missing. There's a lot of you guys. So check it out. I got a special guest today. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's, a, he's, a, he's turning into a good friend of mine. I literally met him last week, but I've been following his content for a very long time, and I got a little stinger. Just for him. Welcome to Ping Pong Flicks! What's hey. up, brother? How you doing, Brian? How you doing? that finger.
1: Wow, that's cool. That's probably way better than anything I would have done. <laughs> I'll
0: send it to you, bro. Um, yeah, this is uh, Chris with Ping Pong Flicks. I've actually been following, following him for a while. Uh, because he is like the DC man. This guy knows everything about DC, and um, and uh, the recent uh, shakeup over at Warner Brothers. I found his content and I reached out to him. So, um, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, DC movies
1: per se, but yeah, I do watch some shows here and there. Um, but mostly the movies, and yeah, you know, like you said, the shakeup just shaking everybody up. I mean, the fans are all like, what is going on? Right. <laughs> what is going on with our universe? Is there a universe? Who knows? Who's the DC film head? All that good stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. What's your impre- impression with the new CEO, David Zasloff? Uh, I take it, he seems to be a very, like a straightforward
1: guy. I, I would say he's kind of like, I know someone, uh, and I don't know if he's here, but mentioned that he's kind of like the godfather you know he doesn't take any like the, the whole thing about him um talking to the execs and saying that why did you green like this clint eastwood movie and they're like well it's clint eastwood and you know we're helping him out he helps us out we help him he's like no this is not show friends this is show business right and so when when i heard that i'm like oh this guy is he doesn't give a you know he doesn't care about loyalty and all this kind of things. Right, you gotta care about people giving favors. He cares about the business. He cares about the numbers, and so I knew when hearing that I'm like, oh, this is it's going to be a different outlook. Um, and then when he brought in Alan Horn, who was instrumental in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm like, okay, that's the direction they're gonna go into. So it's it's a new it's a new age.
0: Yeah, people. and that's a big deal too. Like Alan Horn, he's 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 a legend. He's a legend, yeah. A legend. He's a <laughs> <good> <laughs> legend. Yeah, literally, yeah. The guy <laughs> knows what he's studios. doing. Yeah. Um it's
1: incredible. Yeah. He went from Warner Brothers to Disney and he's back at Warner Brothers again. Well, as a consultant,
0: but you know that he could sway. He has a lot of sway, so right, right, right. And, um, and he's been successful at it. So, yeah, I thought for a long time um, that we really needed, like, a guiding hand over at uh, DC. <clears throat> and specifically, we needed an executive that didn't really worry about all the social uh, nonsense and all that and just wanted to make really good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's short-sighted to believe... First off, Twitter's not a real place. It's, an ima- <laughs> it's it's an imaginary place right yeah so like making content specifically for like this tiny percent of the of the world on Twitter is is just a bad move from a business perspective and mm-hmm. it, it it makes it so you really can't build a franchise out of anything you can't mm-hmm. build a franchise that way and I would argue that actually Marvel is starting to go down that route and they're making mistakes and I remember leaving the End Game. I remember me leaving the movie uh, Avengers Endgame Mm -hmm. and I remember turning my wife and being like you know that's that's the last great superhero movie we're ever going to see That's the highest point for Marvel like yeah that's the pinnacle that's the peak and it was it was to be honest it was glorious it was amazing I to this day I get chills when I hear when the portal opens and he's grabbing his shield and it's Mm -hmm. like on your left oh my god you gotta understand that i was opening night the crowd lost it there were people getting up and cheering it was like a boxing event or something it was nuts i have never seen an audience respond that way uh honestly since like uh, since watching uh, uh, Mike the Michael Myers movie where like Freddie's hand came up and grabbed the mask I remember that oh. remember that like yeah. in the, yeah. man, a long time ago before there were cross cross platforms before movies like cross franchises yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. I
0: remember that scene where he he died and like all of a sudden you see Freddie's hand pull pop up and grab his mask and the audience were shocked it was like insane. Yeah. I remember that, and like the reaction for Endgame for a scene that we all knew was coming was incredible. So that was like their peak. DC has this unique opportunity, and we're going to get into it, but they have a unique opportunity to actually make, like, take their own uh, space in -hmm. this space. Like, they can actually take over because Marvel Mm -hmm. has reached its peak and now it's on the decline. And most of the content coming out of Marvel is just not great. Which we're going to yeah. talk about because, like the She-Hulk stuff, oh, we're yeah. going to talk about that first episode, and it's not rough. So, real quick, I'll let you talk. Let me just tell everybody what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. We are going to uh, we're going to talk about the first episode of She-Hulk. Um, boy, there's some cringe moments there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is rough, man. Hard watch. <laughs> um, it's entertaining, though. We're going to be talking about Jonathan Kent to be recast. Uh, uh for Superman and Lois ahead of season three and that's actually news because of why he's being recast. It's actually sort of a big deal. Mm. And uh the new Adams Family trailer came out and I gotta say I never thought I would be talking about Adam's family on this on this channel, but holy crap, this show looks amazing. <laughs> my, if my brother was here right now he'd be like, why are we talking about Adams Family? But dude right. <laughs> Um also Tim Burton yeah. Tim Burton, right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. uh, Ortega's. So, uh, we're going to get into it. Uh, yeah. Also, we learned more about the pitch for Strange New Worlds. So when they were actually pitching Strange New Worlds to Paramount, the <laughs> the pitch was deceptively simplistic. And that's the best term I can give it for it. And uh, we're going to be talking about every DC movie and show from, uh, from Warner Brothers being canceled and or is probably safe. And Peacemaker's on that list, thank God. And Dwayne Johnson wants a DCEU and MCU crossover. It seems like Dwayne the Rock Johnson wants everything. It's he like, wants to be the
2: guy.
1: <laughs> it's, like he, it's like he
0: just discovered like nerd stuff and he's like, I want to do it all. Yeah. I want all the nerd <laughs> stuff. Um, but you know, it's awesome. Like, okay. I, I think there was actually a comic where that happened, but we're going to get into all that <clears throat> and more on the podcast with Ping Pong Flicks. Um, so let's check out the chat real quick. Let's see who's talking. <clears throat> Michelle, welcome. Mexican Iron Man, my boy. What's up, Mikey? Andre Anderson, Archmage Phrase. Michael Latune, uh, Marshall, Kenneth the Roke. Hey, guys, we also have a member section. Let me just pull that up real quick. because I always forget to pull up the member section. So if you guys don't know how this works, just in case you've been here, you haven't been here before or if you're watching this uh, after the fact, which most of you do, uh, we have two parts to the show. We do uh, three of our topics in this section, which is the main section, but there's a simultaneous stream happening to our members section and that will continue on for an additional three more topics. Um, Only members will get that. And then later on next week, eventually those topics will filter their way onto uh, the secondary channel. Okay. All right, my friend. So we're going to get, we're just going to jump right into it, I guess. Um, You know what? Real quick though, uh, let everyone know, because like, even though there's there's not a whole lot of people on right now, there are a lot more people watch this after the fact. So let people know where to find you just in case. And I'll put the link in the description too, before I forget that.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Just find me on YouTube at ping pong flicks and uh, on Twitter. I think I only do Twitter now for my social media at ping pong flicks. So really easy ping pong flicks. Yeah. (laughs) Flicks with an X, not CK. Some people type that out, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And I got to tell you, uh, here's an endorsement coming from me. Um, Chris is very concise and to the point, there isn't a whole bunch of flashing images. There isn't like crazy, uh, you know, Roblox characters running onto the screen and screaming at you. <laughs> he gives you correct information. He gives you, you know, he gives you his take on it, but he's also like very direct. It's like honestly, when it comes to DC news, I have I have found more more of my enjoyment and my entertainment comes from watching your channel for DC then actually Ew. looking it up because i know you're going to give me the correct information i trust your source and it's to the point and then i get a, a healthy opinion on it too which is nice so if you like dc I, man this is the guy i appreciate it thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> also power rangers which i've never watched before but
1: yeah um more power ranger news coming next week apparently um are they
0: are they doing like a netflix thing now
1: yeah, so they're with Netflix, and supposedly there is, so all of them shows are going to Netflix. But there are a lot of seasons that you can actually watch for free on YouTube um, by the own Power Rangers account. But they are trying to do a new series, Mature series, over on Netflix. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, according to Hasbro, there's going to be some news next week on Power Week, what they're calling it. Starting the 22nd to 26th, and or 28th. And so looking forward to it. Wow. Yeah. All the right. I, I'm mature Power Rangers.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, remember I mean, am going to be like some raunchy stuff <laughs> happening there. So we're not going to see well, like, we never know, but, we're know, not going to uh, see uh, the pink Power Ranger just like <laughs> going to town on <laughs> the <laughs> yellow Power Ranger <laughs> or whatever.
1: Uh, green Rangers going down on her. No, that's, but... <laughs>
0: really, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> I'm, I don't sure, know how I'm pretty sure those parodies exist somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, rule Rule 34
0: <laughs> if uh if it exists there's probably uh, a pornographic version of it. I'm yeah. almost positive there's a pornographic version of the podcast. I've seen I've gotten some weird podcast uh, <laughs> emails. <laughs> Okay, man.
1: OnlyFans,
0: right? No. Oh, we, we actually, I do have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I have an OnlyFans.com slash a Klingon Warrior. Uh, I have not uh, finished publishing yet, but I plan to, pub- I'm not joking. This is, I, I've been saying this as a joke for like five years. Yeah. But I'm going to be, like, since OnlyFans came out, I've been joking about this, but I'm actually doing it. I am putting up a Klingon Warrior <laughs> OnlyFans. if you guys don't know what klingon warriors are i'm not sure why you're on this channel but basically they're uh aliens from star trek that are very warlike and grotesque and they they speak like kapla, and they have giant swords and uh i have uh i have a photo shoot coming up where i am in full klingon full klingon uh, makeup the whole thing the prosthetics and everything and I'm wearing, and I'm wearing a thong, and I have a bat lift, and I'm doing this whole Klingon, Klingon warrior shoot for OnlyFans, and
2: everyone oh thinks
0: I'm joking, but this, this is, is the and it's not gonna make a penny, it's not gonna make any money whatsoever, but it's hey. gonna be something on the internet forever. <laughs> You never
1: know. People, you know, there are fans out there. Wait, I want to see some Klingon action. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. There's always something for everybody.
0: Yeah, the funny okay. thing is, like, uh, according, according to canon, like, actual, like, Star Trek canon, Klingons have two penises. So, so in the thong I'm wearing, I have two bulges. <laughs> <laughs> And I, but in order to achieve that effect, it was very. I had to get these little, like uh, those, uh, those baseball cups. You know what I mean. So not only that's that's accurate to the canon, that for me, that that's what we do here. We we are always canon
2: accurate. Canon accurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Nonya says, "I have a fetish for the Dura sisters." Listen, listen, David. Everyone has a fetish for the Dura sisters. Okay, just so you know. That's a very common thing. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Let's jump into the into the <laughs> She-Hulk review. Speaking of uh, a Klingon warrior, it's <clears throat> a good segue. All right, we are talking about She-Hulk. The very first episode dropped Wednesday night or Thursday morning, however you want to look at it. And uh, I had a chance to watch it and. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick take on it, because everyone's talking about it, and there are multiple camps here. There are people that are like, oh, yeah, this is great, this is a return to form for Marvel, which I thoroughly disagree with. And there's the other take where they're like, oh, this is feminist garbage, which I also disagree with. I actually think that both extreme uh, versions of of this show are incorrect. I believe this show is trying to accomplish something that is original to Mm She-Hulk, and very... Very She-Hulk-like, if you look at the old comics. And the people that are complaining about She-Hulk um, being super feminist and woke, you haven't read the comics, you know? Because uh, that character is very... She's very uh, very much like her character. They went overboard in some regards. But it's not as bad as, the, as the, the extremists are saying it is, and it's not as good as the other extremists are saying it is. But we're going to get into it just a little bit, because I don't want to be left out of the conversation. About She-Hulk. Okay. Plus, I have a fetish for green chicks. So if you if you've been on this channel before, you know I love me some Orion slave girls. So <laughs> um, let's let's chat about this real quick. All right. So this is She-Hulk, and uh, at the risking copyright strikes here, I'm not going to play uh, the actual thing. But we open up into a lawyer's office, very Alan McBeal like. If you guys ever watched the '90s show Alan McBeal or oh, Boston cool. Legal or Yep. the practice, etc. um th- It's th- we're on that. This is a lawyer show, but she stops at one moment and she turns and looks at the camera and she breaks the fourth wall, which I'd like, now, mm. let me adjust your camera, which I like because that is exactly what she did in the comics. She often mm. addressed um the actual audience, like the reader. So it's very, very, very much like the comics. And she goes, listen, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm actually a Hulk. That's what because one of the characters references the, the references her Hulk-like abilities. I am a Hulk and let me tell you that story so I can get into this boring lawyer show. And she's tell she's basically says exactly what the audience is thinking like why are we watching a lawyer show that we're we should be watching superhero stuff right now, right? Yeah. Which is fine. And we're going to fast forward of that. So what happens is she's in the in the car. She's in the car with Bruce. Bruce has this device on his arm. It's some Special device that allows him to stay in in human form. So all those people wondering how he was in human form, that's how. He invented a device that's specific to his DNA. Right. Now, I had one question here. Why is his arm still on a sling? Yeah. is So he hasn't healed since Endgame?
1: Like... He hasn't healed,
0: yeah. So he mentions something about how now that he's now that he's in his human form, his arm is starting to heal or something. But I'm like, but the Hulk would yeah,
1: heal Hulk. faster, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fully understand that. Um, yeah, I feel like they should have just taken the arm out of the sling and been done with that. That was like a yeah. weird story point that's just sort of confusing.
1: Do they mention how how long has it been since Endgame till? It's been a couple uh, years. Couple years,
0: wow. Yeah, and and we're going to get to that too. He's actually like still in like a Tony uh, Stark uh, facility. Oh, um. So this is the interesting part. So the character She Hulk, she is fascinating fascinated with what's with the virginity of Captain America, and she's asking him, "How is it possible that he's, you know, that uh, that he had sex? He didn't have time to." And it's a travesty that this American hero never got laid, and <laughs> and, and the whole and uh, Brutes is like, you know what you're talking about. He got laid; it's fine. But she is really obsessed with like this question of whether or not Captain America got laid, which is it's sort of funny, but it's also I feel drawn out. Like they keep they keep dragging this question. out. Wow. it should have been a throwaway joke. It shouldn't be like a constant joke. Yeah. Also, one quick note of uh, uh, fun note is she's eating flaming hot Cheetos with chopsticks. And I want to be clear, she didn't invent that. I've been eating flaming hot Cheetos with chopsticks for like ten years. (laughs) Everyone's talking about how she invented this. That's not. If you live in California or Mexico or Hawaii or any of the coastal areas, when it comes to flaming hot Cheetos, the only right way to eat them is with Chopsticks. A chopstick.
1: I've eaten without... It doesn't have to be Flaming Hot Cheetos. Just regular Cheetos, because you don't want to get all that grime on your...
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, For me, specifically, Flaming Hots, because if I don't, it looks like I got in a fight and lost. My hands are red. Red. (laughs) All right. So the the car gets accosted by an alien spaceship, because of course. And um, and because he's in human form, he, he gets... Hurt, and his blood gets in her system, and that's how she becomes a Hulk. And spoiler alert here, guys. I'm not sure. We're going to run past all this. She becomes a Hulk. She hulks out. And we're going we're gonna to skip right here to the end. Now, there's this scene. <clears throat> this is the scene a lot of people are talking about. It's very woke. She um, goes into this bar. She doesn't remember what happened. And, and all of a sudden, she's, like, immediately accosted by... A group of men <clears throat> like, "Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? Hey, girl, what you where you going?" I'm like, first off, what is this? 1973? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know anyone that is just like randomly accosting women outside of bars like this anymore. It was, it was definitely over the top, uh, um, but it allowed her to turn into the Hulk and sort of, yeah, you know, platform, yeah, right. <laughs> now let's skip ahead a little bit. She figuring 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 out that she's the Hulk." Bruce Banner takes her over to Mexico, where he has this Tony Stark facility, and he starts training her. And this is when it gets a little bit gnarly. First off, she's able to <clears throat> hold her form, change her form at will. She can literally change in and out of the Hulk at will. Not when she gets mad, um, not when <clears throat> when she's in danger, whatever. She can literally snap her fingers, not literally. like She's just like, oh, I'm going to be the Hulk, or I'm not going to be the Hulk. I'm going to be the Hulk, or All I'm right. going to be the Hulk. She so she's basically com- in complete control over her Hulk form, and she has complete uh her all of her normal knowledge. There's no dual personality, there is literally no downside to her affliction, and she got these powers yesterday. Wow, that's really? a problem. <clears throat> I know that it. Oh. It it there is some uh, consistency here with the with the comic books, but you have to understand the comic yeah. books might have fast-forwarded her her uh, origin story a bit because because of who she was because of the, of the Hulk. But there should have been a little more downside here, and the whole Bruce Banner even says it. He's like, "I'm not entirely. Uh, I, I'm a little jealous that you just like instantly have these abilities." And this control over over this character. And she fights with him, because he's like, you need to stay here and learn more about yourself. And it's just, uh, it got really weird. It started off fine, and when they immediately fast-tracked her into being like in complete control of her faculties, her abilities, and everything, it was weird. And here's the problem. The explanation was even worse. Because what she said was that the, the reason she has complete control over her emotions... And her Hulk abilities and her form and all that is because she's a woman. That that was her. That was the. That was her what she official court. response. Was that because she's a woman and she has to deal with this this anger and and rage all the time, and that if she doesn't control it, that she'll probably she'll be murdered in the street by raving lunatic lunatic uh, of men, or something. <laughs> Basically, she said, like, if I don't control it, I can be. I can be uh killed in the street by a man. And you're like, okay, what <clears throat> what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what year is this? Like is this is this sixteen thirty eight in Rome? Like I don't I don't I don't understand. Like this is not we're this is twenty twenty two, right? Like I'm not a time traveler. So uh so yeah, her explanation as to why she's in complete control of her character and she's basically a better version of Bruce Banner's oh. the Hulk. Yeah. Um, is because she's a woman and she's had to deal with these, her rage and emotions her entire life, which I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> and it's not comments accurate. People that are saying it's comments accurate is that's not the case. That's not, um, I do like the fact that she looks like an attractive woman and she's not some, like, buffed, roided-out version of, of herself. Because, like, when they announce a She-Hulk, a lot of the real weird people on Twitter, I'm like... <laughs> a
1: lot of fan edits, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really... So here's
0: the deal. There is this, like, there's this section of Twitter that you just want to stay away from. It's like... <laughs> it's almost like this, there's a section of Reddit. There's a, there's a section of every... Popular website that you want to just sort of stay out of, and, <laughs> and on Twitter that has a lot to do with like these muscle bound furries, mm. and like it gets weird, bro. It gets real weird. Like <clears throat> I've no wow. It's not normal. um yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. In no way am I downplaying someone's uh, weird fetish. Look, I'm into green chicks. I get it, but. <laughs> Some are like the like. There's a tiny itty bitty percentage of like these people that really want to see some roided out furry chick on screen, and they were very vocal. And I'm very glad that Marvel looked into those accounts and said, "Oh, this is accounts for zero 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 point one percent. We're not going to make her some roided out furry version of the Hulk." Oh. Thank God.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that anyway. <laughs> I think. That would have been.
0: There's a lot of fantasy there where she's like, like all like super, you know, buff and all that. So I like yeah. the fact that they made her comics accurate. She, when she transforms, she goes from like this little itty bitty girl, right, um, into like, you know, a much bigger, stronger, taller all version. Yeah. But but she is still an attractive, um, I guess, uh, generally attractive aesthetically. You know, because uh, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But like, she's good looking, and she's not some abomination. And that's not a pun, because like, there was literally a part of the internet that wanted her to be like the abomination. So <clears throat> she wants to leave. She fights with the Hulk. I didn't like that part. Like, we knew there was gonna be there was gonna be a Hulk uh, a Hulk fight between the Hulk and She-Hulk. But first off, it shouldn't have happened in the first episode. And she shouldn't have immediate control of her over her abilities. And like, she like figures out how to do like the clap like instantly. She's like, he claps, and she's like, oh, I could do that. She's like, oh, here we go, and then just starts clapping. I'm like, come on, bud. There's got to yeah. be a learning curve. You can't instantly be better at everything.
2: Yeah.
1: No training, nothing whatsoever. No, no. experience of. Yeah, like the. I think that's that's why you know, the Hulk movies are good because they showed the negatives of being a Hulk as well as, you know, not much of the positives. It's like, it's like turning into a monster, you know?
0: Right. And yeah. You can hurt someone, you know, who knows what right. happens to you. Yeah. It's almost like, um, it's like, uh, Mr. Uh, Jek- Jekyll and Hyde, right? Like, yeah, yeah exactly there is you know there there's there's dual personalities here and one personality is required in some play in some ways and and the other personality is required in other ways and it <clears throat> it made sense there's there's downsides to the hulks abilities mm-hmm. and he and he plays it up throughout the movies he's like look I at one point I tried to kill myself and that was a very strong moment in the movies where it's like I ate a bullet and the green guy spit it out. What a cool yeah. statement that was! Like,
2: yeah,
0: he was so over his uh, the being the Hulk and his problems and all the stuff he faces that he tried to kill himself. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. intelligent, brilliant mm-hmm. man was was willing to commit suicide because he felt he was too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And twenty years of him trying to control his abilities and turn, come to terms of who he is and learn how to control the Hulk and. Mm-hmm. In one day, she's like, "I got it. It's cool, and yeah. it's because I, it's because I'm a chick, and that's dumb." Although she is very, very comics accurate. You're right, Dork Knight. She's very comics accurate. That is that's the good part. <laughs> what you just said. I'm not, not going to get that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're right. You're right, Danny. All right. So going forward, quickly moving through it, I don't want to waste any more time here. She goes back to LA, um, and and she's in court. She's in court. And she's a really she's a brilliant lawyer, right? They make a they make a point of saying how good she, of a lawyer she is, and she's giving her closing remarks. And some random uh, super, uh, super villain played by um, the chick from the Good Place. I'm always forgetting her name, Talian or Talia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever her name is, I love her. She comes in, she's mad about something, and so up, uh, uh, she's got a Hulk out and save the day. And of course she takes her shoes off and then she steps back into them. And there you go. That's it. So, if I had to give this a rating, first off, it is not as bad as other uh, Marvel, DC uh, Disney Plus shows are. I'm just being real. It's actually not mm. bad. But there are parts of it that are very cringe. Like her ability to, her ability to control her abilities instantaneously is just, there could have been a montage, bro. Like there could have been like, what if she goes to Mexico? Right. It could have been like three months later, six months later, whatever. You could have literally flashed text on the screen and made it look like she was actually like training with Bruce and it would have been the same amount of time. The mm-hmm. audience would not have cared whatsoever of not seeing that entire training montage, and yeah. and it, and it would it would have, it wouldn't have disrespected in my opinion. It, it disrespects the Hulk, and the Hulk's already so sort of disrespectful in the fact that he can't get his own movie. The Hulk has a problem because the rights issues and all that. They're, they're never going to make a Hulk TV show or Hulk movie. He's only ever going to be a part of other people's stuff, and then, uh. and the, to, to further disrespect that character yeah um, when all you need to do was flash some text on the screen like literally like if i re-edited this i would just cut out one scene where they talk about when you know date specific dates and i would just i would fade out be like six months later and fade into a fighting sequence
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah the trailer looks like it was i don't know how it was edited in the show i haven't seen it yet but in the trailer it looked like it was like a passing of time Right. It was not not. doing that segment, but now it's just a day.
0: (laughs) It was like a day or two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, also the graphics, I know this has been said to death, but the graphics aren't good. Um, it's just, they're not They're just not that good. And I don't know why they're not good. Um, Disney has a lot of money. Marvel has a lot of money. Um, there is no reason why why the graphics can't be better, and it's funny because you're <clears throat> when you look at the She-Hulk next to the Hulk, mm-hmm. you're like, why? What is the problem here? Because something doesn't look right. And what it is is like the the Hulk's digital assets are clearly better. Like they're they're more defined. There's more quality. There's they're sharper. There's more features. The facial movements are better. Everything is better. And she looks like a video game from like 1998 or something. Maybe that's maybe that's too rough. 2006. Um, she looks like a character from like Mass Effect Two or something. And <laughs> I'm like tripping. That. I'm tripping out because they, they're in the same scene. Like you have the you have this character in a scene with the Hulk, and they are so radically different in quality. Radically different. And no, no. At no point does someone get to the end of this. Some no editor goes, "Hey, this doesn't look right." Look right. <laughs> like no one is saying that. I had a conversation with a uh, Mike Mexican Ironman last week, and we are under the impression that there is a lot of people in um in Hollywood that they don't want to stand out because they don't want to lose their jobs. So mm-hmm. they sort of they sort of purposely take a back seat to bad ideas and mm. just sort of like keep their head down and just sort of you know stay in the groove they don't want to they don't want to stand out they don't want to do anything bold and it's weird how you can go through dozens if not 50 or 60 people and we can still get a product like you know like the sonic the, remember the sonic the, the first sonic uh, hedgehog yeah. trailer.
1: Yeah, and they changed the character to make it look more like the... Right. The, yeah.
0: Now, listen, that that was a great move by the studio. But the fact that that first trailer even got out... Yeah. <laughs> there's a systemic problem here, right? Like right. The fact that 60-plus people worked on this trailer and it got to the internet like that. And no one, not a single person was like, Hey, guys, what are we doing? Why does, this, why does this abomination have teeth?
2: <laughs>
1: it's know. like, uh, for that one, that was like the suits who didn't understand the character, didn't understand the, the fans. And they were just suits like, we got to make them look more human. You know, that's the only way we can have people, you know. And that's just the suits talking. But I'm glad that went out first right. and not the movie, you know. And was, I'm glad they actually did something about it because that, uh, that needed to happen. Oh, it really so did. Yeah. And to
0: be fair, the movie was actually great. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed I, it a lot.
1: I the first one and the second one. Yeah, it was S- good.
0: second one was not as good as the first one, but it was still fun.
1: The subplot didn't need that whole wedding thing. It but, didn't. It was but, too like, yeah, too much. Cut that out, and then you got a good movie right there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree. Um, so that was a good move. The studio would go, oh hey, we 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 screwed up. The fans do not like this. Even like the creator was like, yeah, I don't like it either, guys. I don't know what to do. Yeah, great. The fact that the creator of of the of the movie has to yeah. like lean on the fans, that the fans lean on the studio to get his yeah. vision is inc- it's it's just that so backwards, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so backwards. How does anyone expect? I mean, is it is it the, is it the studio is so concerned with not making not being successful that they get they get so involved that they're just like the create the actual creatives are taking a back seat or like. It's the boards, man.
1: It's like those CEOs, man. They just they're just suits. Like I said, like wh- back in the day when they were talking about Superman, they're like, Well, why does he need to fly? Why does he need a cape? What? Sure, like, yeah. It's like it's so ridiculous their thought process, right? That's why you need creatives that have that executive uh, stature, like a Kevin Feige, you know, like right. that. Because they understand the characters, they understand that. And they also understand the business side of things. They understand being an executive and and the right. politics all behind it. Because all if all you have are suits, man, we're gonna get we ain't gonna we don't have these kind of movies that we have now. Like no,
0: we don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah in fact, I, I would argue that I don't think that the the MCU happens if Disney gets uh, too involved with Feige's decisions in the early part of that in yeah. the early in the early days of MCU. Alright, so that's it. We're we're done talking about She-Hulk. We're going to move on from that. But let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. What did you guys think about She-Hulk, the first episode? Uh, You want to see more? Or are you just over the MCU in general? And if that's the case, you've come to the right place because we're talking about DC, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Next up on the list, have you seen uh, Superman and Lois at all? Yes, I've caught up all the way. Season two, yep. All right. All right. I'd go. say it's
1: a it's a pretty good show. I mean, uh Hold, wait, 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 where, one second. Let me do the intro. Real quick.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Right. I want to hear your thoughts, but I want to, I want them on camera here. We are talking about Superman and Lois, season 1, 2, and now 3, and I'm here with Ping Pong flicks himself. What do you think about Superman and Lois, Chris?
1: Um, I'd say it's probably one of the better CW DC shows out there. I'm um, not knocking all you CW fans, but their Arrowverse kind of stops for me after like a few seasons of flash. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one season. Oh, of I'm Super sorry. Girl Chris, you, you didn't yeah. like
0: that scene where she's like, no, Barry, no, no, we, <laughs> we are the flash.
1: It's, it's so they, that show needed to end seasons ago. Not, yeah. Not season,
0: season, season four, Sevens I would say ago. Yeah.
1: It really just drawn out at that point. You
0: know, what's funny is like our channel, Used to be basically three things we covered: Survivor, America's Got Talent, and The Flash. <laughs> and we slowly started moving away from all that stuff. And there was at one point where we we weren't covering Survivor or America's Got Talent anymore because yeah. it was it got ridiculous and just like
1: yeah,
0: so bloated. Yeah. And we were only covering The Flash, and right. there was this moment I remember it like clear as day. I'm watching the series over here. Shane's watching his house, my brother, and um, we're both watching it at the same time live. And then uh-huh. there's that moment where she's like, no, Barry, no, we are the flash. Now run, Barry, run. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm picking up my phone to call Shane and he calls me and he's like, I, I don't want to cover this show anymore. Like I don't want to do this. We're done. Like th- make this that the last it. episode, and that was the, that was last, the last episode shot. we ever talked about. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, neither do I. I'm I hate it so much. I hate the I hate I hate Iris's character, not the actress, the character so much. Yeah, it's making me literally hate like the actress. Like I'm yeah. starting to think I'm starting to to take the actress and the character and sort of superimpose it. I'm like, I gotta stop. Like I hate this character so much like if you yeah. if you are making this character into like some mastermind villain you're doing a great job
1: <laughs> that'd be a twist. right imagine <laughs> that last season she's the villain the whole time <laughs> right yes yeah, so you're right like the
0: cw shows they, yeah. they got a little rough but uh superman but and lois and, and star girl are pretty good and i i really enjoyed the first season of superman and lois and the second season most of the first yeah. season um, yeah. so what's your what's your thoughts on on like where are the show before we get into this news where are the show is at like can it go the distance or is it winding down uh you know
1: I feel like it's kind of winding down because they went through some big moves um the first two seasons I mean the first season you know he's he's saving the earth from his own right uh brother so and then now that kind of turned around I kind of like the brother's character now that he's kind of like a, a good uncle uh, or buying his nephew's trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> right. but, but like uh, the second one, it was like merging worlds. And, and, and I know a lot of people get, you know, give a little a lot of gripe about Superman stuff, but I'm like saying this, look, this is a Superman that he's like over 40 years old. He's got kids, you know, he's got a family. It's a different time. This is not the beginning. Superman This is not even the middle. Yeah. This is like after he's done all that. And then he's trying to raise a family. And so that's why I kind of connect with him because I am 40 years old. So <laughs> I, yeah, I have three kids. And yeah, I'm just like, I I'm get a, it, man. You're trying to do work life and you got your your other life. Dude, you, know, so. you,
0: you just hit it right on the head because I'm also 40 years old with mm-hmm. two kids, also twins, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm in the same boat. Like when I watch that show, I feel like I identify in some ways I identify with Superman, which is yeah. so wild. Yeah. That's hard hard to do. It's hard. Yeah. You're identifying with, like, a a god because even though he has godlike powers, he is dealing with some of the same exact problems that we deal with. It's crazy. The show is really written well Mm -hmm. and you're totally right here to run that. This is not uh, Superman um, and Lois from the Daily Planet, Superman. This is not Smell by Superman. This is not even Superman from the comics, really. This is this is older. I know the kid, the actor doesn't look very old. That's one thing that that thrown a lot of people off. But this is older yeah. Superman, married, kids on a farm. He's trying to retire. He's Yeah. He's he's trying to do just enough to keep the world, you know, not on fire,
1: you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so that that that's definitely something that could still go on. I don't see it actually really you know now the thing about it, i don't think it actually could slow it because they can go into directions that we've never seen before with that respect
0: now i i believe. that was uh, that was sort of the answer i was looking for because i wanted to segue into why i think that this is a this is a problem so what we have here is the character of jonathan kent is going to be recast because mm-hmm. the actor mm-hmm. whose name is jordan Elsass... L- well, I don't know it's a- it's how yeah. yeah. S- <laughs> He is exiting Superman right before season three, so he's not going to be part of season three. Now, here is the problem. They said that he's leaving for personal reasons, right? Yeah. But in reality, it looks like, uh, let me pre- preface this with, I don't care uh, where you guys fall politically. I don't care if you care about taking the vaccine or not. I don't care about any of that stuff. Um, whatever your personal opinions and all that, that's yours. Like I'm here to talk about entertainment and I don't care about politics. Um, and I believe that what we're seeing here is we're seeing Jordan Elsass, this this dude from Texas who's very anti-vaccine. Um, he was respectful about it and I'll play that clip, but he's very anti-vaccine. Didn't want to wear a mask very much. Um, he has very, he has very, all of his opinions are very, um, very much right-leaning, right? Hmm. Also, when they introduced the idea that uh, Jonathan Kent in the comic books was uh, gay or bisexual, he was very clear. He, he was very clear that he would not that his character would not be following that, that route, and he wasn't comfortable with uh, kissing other men, right? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> and people people dragged this dude on Twitter. Like they they really gave him a hard time. Um. So, I remember watching all that that come that go down like a few months ago, and thinking, "Oh, well, there's guaranteed that this dude isn't going to be a part of the show very much longer." You know, um, because like Hollywood very much depends on what Twitter thinks for everything, apparently. And in this, and in this, so personal reasons, and yeah, this he had this Instagram post where he's like you know, guys, my mental health is not great. I need to get away for a few weeks. But he said a few weeks at the end of shooting season two. Mm. And you're telling me that he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be ready because of his mental health in six months. That makes no sense. What, what, what makes what makes a little more sense to me is more than likely he didn't want to get the vaccine so you know a lot of like the health uh the, the stuff they got to deal with in the industry wasn't going to work. he so he was he, got, he he had some kind of like medical um uh what's it called uh some kind of like doctor's note under why you couldn't get the vaccine um okay. but he also didn't want to go through the checks he want to <laughs> wear the mask he was difficult in that regard and because they're hyper concerned about uh coof. I don't want to say the actual yeah. word because I don't want the vi- I don't want this video to be removed. Because they're hyper concerned about the coof. He okay. you know, they it was hard to work with this dude. And then I'm I'm almost certain that his comments about not wanting to kiss other men uh probably didn't help his his cause. So I'm gonna play this and then I'm gonna get your opinion, okay? Uh. I found this actual video, it was removed, but thanks to Tumblr yes tumblr still exists everyone thanks to tumblr i found this uh this video someone saved from instagram let me just set this up real quick
3: okay here we go there um obviously there's a, a lot of protests going on for you know vaccine mandates here in canada as well as um just in general, all the COVID-19 restrictions that are, are, are very very stringent up here. And uh, something I've seen that kind of cracks me up is these counter-protests. Counter-protests. Like, imagine if I was just like, <laughs> guys, guys, uh, there's a Black Lives Matter protest. Uh, we, we gotta go... Those people that are that face Those he made is my exact murder. face we when gotta I go, hear of people gotta protesting. gotta go make some signs saying that all lives matter. <laughs> in I'm and it's a, <laughs> No, bro no you
0: don't do that I'm gonna pause this real quick like that face he made where he's like every time I hear about someone like we're gonna go uh, protest on uh, Tuesday at uh, 11am I'm like does no (laughs) one have jobs how (laughs) how can everyone just like take they just leave work yeah Yeah. they can take like weeks off to protest some like innocuous thing that's not gonna actually affect them you know that's (laughs) the exact face he gave is my exact face every
3: time I hear that alright now look I'm not saying you can't do that. You can do whatever the hell you want. There are people that did that, I'm sure. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm just using that as an example. But like, why? Like, what is compelling you to? <laughs> it's just disappointing to see these people, you know, going, "Oh, you're an idiot." Uh, you know, on both sides. I mean, there are people on both sides that are that are being that are being really. You, uh, know, you can't insecure. say that, bro. Um, and it's just completely. Unnecessary. So this dude's like twenty years old. <laughs> Clearly vaccinated. I just checked vaccinated. his age. Still <laughs> he's
0: 20? It
3: it's not he's doing twenty.
0: He's yeah, you know, so t- so twenty. Yeah, so twenty-year-olds are going <laughs> to say dumb <laughs> stuff There's sometimes, COVID,
3: right? Whatever you want to say, whatever helps you sleep at night. But a lot of times, like um, kids, they of
1: that. they always think about you know it's it's always about emotions first, right? Before your you know what your your head, <laughs> you, you think with the heart, right? And not necessarily those are the smartest decisions, to be honest.
0: <laughs> right. Now, listen. So, regardless of his opinions, mm-hmm. first off, he definitely shouldn't be... Um, he shouldn't be removed or um, <clears throat> even encouraged to leave because his opinions differ from other opinions of people on the set. That's wrong. Um, The idea that... <sighs> The idea that we are going to hire and fire someone based on their opinions of a pandemic or a vaccine or a political affiliation is just ridiculous. Like, that is not how the world works, guys. So just to Mm -hmm. be clear before we get into the rest of the story, it is really dumb that we have gone this route of tribalism. Because we are literally, and I don't want to be conspiratorial here, but we are playing into the powers that be's hands. Like, they want you to be mad at this other person because their opinions don't match yours. Because mm. as long as you are fighting with your neighbor, then they can steal all your stuff. That This is how it works. So firing someone or hiring someone based on their opinions outside the workplace, on vaccines or political stuff or president presidents or whatever is stupid. First off, what happened to us? Not talking about that, the workplace. I remember there was a, when I was, when I worked like a regular job, I remember they're like, you know, what? don't talk about politics here. Like, Uh like I remember David Chappelle making a joke about it where like he would ask one of his white friends what he was voting for. And they're like, yo, Dave, come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because it was like this uh, sort of un on um this like rule that like we just didn't talk about politics yeah Yeah. unspoken rule don't 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 talk about things that are going to like upset people or whatever or even like it's a workplace we are not here to discuss politics or religion or religion yes yeah or religion or (laughs) vaccine mandates or whatever like you can disagree and you can have those conversations outside the workplace but hiring firing someone based on their opinions is dumb now the guy could be a monster i don't know i don't know him he can be like a total homophobic you know douchebag i don't know
2: mm-hmm.
0: but if he doesn't want to that's not if he doesn't want to kiss another man um uh, and that wasn't a part of his character before maybe don't make him do that like i don't know mm-hmm. like i don't understand why like that's a requirement i remember back in the back in the day when if actors didn't want to Make out with an actress, you know they figured it out, but I don't know. So, well, I don't think this is nothing really new. You know,
1: actors and actresses they, they come and go uh, depending on what they want and not want, and especially in a in a movie, you're you're signed up, you know exactly where you're getting into, right? right? But TV series characters evolve and change, and so are the opinions of the actors, and so they would leave. So, uh, officially, all it says is that he just never showed up. And then he gave his personal reasons. Well, he had no reasons actually. He just said personal. It was something personal, so yeah, we don't really know what that is. But I guess he deleted we could,
0: the post that he first kind talked
1: about of. It. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. so you could kind of guess like what's going on with that. But he was a great character um, on the show. Uh, didn't look like he was going away of because he had a girlfriend in the show. Um right Um, he was getting into superpowers like he was getting into
0: Yeah, he was getting powers right so why did he why did he post all that stuff like at the end of season two he was posting about how like so i don't know exactly what happened but i i assume he must have seen like a script or something or something must have been said to him about the direction of the character that sort of set him off on instagram you know could be yeah are they still, is Hollywood still doing the vaccine things? Like they're still wearing masks? Uh, so not in Hollywood per sex. se, um, yeah, yeah. but in Canada they are. And that's where they're filming. Oh,
1: that's are. where they're filming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So
0: <laughs> Canada is re- like, if you think the U S is um, response to uh, the coof and, and vaccines and all that was like sort of extreme, you don't know nothing. You, you check out Canada. It's nuts. Mm. You're talking about like people get, you know, vaccine boosted, double tested. It's, um, it's gnarly up there. So Mm. I guess their restrictions up there made it harder for them because of him. So, yeah, so that's, I think that the show might be winding down though, because what happens 99% of the time when you recast someone on a TV show, does that TV show continue on for multiple seasons or it usually starts starts to fizzle out pretty quick, right?
1: It's hard. I mean, you start to you have to reconnect back with another Jonathan. <laughs> it's like right. You got to read like, okay, I'm kind of confused right at the moment. Like, who's this kid? Right. Um, that's right. And all those seasons you've watched him in, and you're like, I can't get it-. it. It depends. I mean, the first, the third season's gonna be rough, but if there's nothing after that, then I don't know. It's kind of might not work out especially when we're hearing that you know they're constantly canceling these HBO Max and CW shows. Right.
0: Not a they're good like, not a, a good wonder. time. Yeah, not a good yeah. time for him to split, right? Interesting. Yeah, this, oh. this, this reminds me of a show. Uh, there's a Tim Allen show on um what was it
1: called? Oh, yeah, um the Yeah, the Oh my god. I forgot what it was called him. His his daughters and the the first daughter changed from the.
0: Yeah, so it was it was called. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up right now. That's a good show. I like that show. The great show. It's a, um, it's a funny show. last man standing. Last man standing. Yes. Great show. Now here's yeah. what's weird about this show. This it's so weird. Um. So originally the cast was. Here we go. Oh, no. That's, oh, that's the, the that's, new daughter. That's the read. new daughter. Where's the yeah. original daughter? Here we go. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. This is pretty okay. much right. I think this is a weird fan of thing. Okay. So this is the original daughter. So actually, so the way it started at first, there was the very first two episodes, there was a different daughter here. Mm-hmm. And that was like the pilot uh, episodes. In the pilot episodes, they had a different actress, and she was actually, I would argue, better than this actress. But she couldn't stay on the show, so they replaced her, and they replaced her with this character. And for five seasons, though, I'm not going to say that the star of the show was Tim Allen, but the secondary star was definitely this Mandy character. She was an amazing character. She
1: was, yeah, and they changed her.
0: She stole the show. and yeah. they and they and when they moved networks, they changed her to this actress here. She's not that. <laughs> no, she's not that great. She was no, great. no offense to her, but she's she lacks charisma. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have the same uh, personality. She's a blonde. Yeah. For the love of God, she's blonde. Right. <laughs> Like you didn't even try to get someone that looked similar to that character. (laughs) They're like, girl, go ahead. Right. And then to make it worse, because this character changed so much, they started really featuring the older sister who is a nut job in real life. (laughs) She is nuts. Is it in real life? Oh, she is nutty and she had like like a lot of control. Like when she re-signed her things, she got more control over her character and she really dragged it into the ground. And this whole show started to fall apart, not after the pilot recasting, because that's fine, but after you've already connected to this character, you had already connected this character, you already knew the dynamic between the family, the, 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 see the father wasn't just some dude that, that the family kicked around like a typical sitcom he was a respected member of his family, his community and his workplace yeah. and he dealt with these family issues he had like right leaning ideas and he dealt with a bunch of left leaning people at work and there was a nice balance of politics in this show where it showed both sides and both both personalities and characters learned things and then mm. and then you changed the the actor the actress and the character and everything was out of whack everything yeah his his character was weird. Yes. What's, yeah his character went from like respected to disrespected instantly it turned into a sitcom mm. all with a laugh track and everything and this chick went nuts she was like <laughs> just went hyper liberal all of a sudden her wife went every all the characters went hyper liberal all of a sudden and the show just fell apart dude and why is her that husband happened?
1: was kind of liberal
0: so be yeah, so her her husband yeah. was the token liberal though like that was his yeah. that was his personality though right the point that was his of, thing, yeah, his stick. Right. The point of that character was to be the antithesis to, yeah, to the Tim Allen character. So like he was very uh-huh. right wing, guns and hunting, and this guy was like, yeah. I'm a vegan and I yeah. voted for uh, Barack Obama. Right. Yeah. That was the joke. Like his, this right right wing white right wing guy's daughter was marrying this like sort of deadbeat dad, liberal guy that learned to be a very good father over time and got his act together. And you, you fell in love with his character, even with his politics. It didn't matter. Cause there's remember politics is one part of a person's personality. There's a whole other person there hmm. that you can enjoy outside their, their political beliefs, even if they're nuts. Um, this character was very this very character was a very good example of um and both these characters were good examples of people that with extremely different political beliefs can mm-hmm. still co- uh, coexist and even grow together. Yeah. But the second they girlfriend. recast this, the second they recast it, it went all downhill. It went all downhill. <laughs> so why is it is that the chemistry? It's
1: the chemistry and just like like for me when when she came up on screen, because it literally was like winding up, you know, right after, right? Yeah, there was no, there, there, there wasn't no, even like a time.
0: Yeah. It was... there, there's there, there's
1: literally no way to like get used to it. They're like, who the heck is this? Yeah, this is getting out had,
0: of nowhere. Uh, in, one, in, in one scene, she went down into her basement, like little warehouse. And the following season, she comes out as this character, as this actress. Right. Like, it's it's
1: just, And if you think about the timeline, that's literally like the next day or something like that. See, when it comes like that, just like the Jonathan situation, you you get multiple seasons of, like you said, you know this character, you respect the character, you see how, and you're used to it. And then once they change it like that, it's just too abrupt. It's not like Rhodey and... You know, in Iron Man, at least he was only in one movie. Imagine right. if they changed Rhodey three movies, or Civil War, or even in Endgame, or something like what is <laughs> going on. Yeah, and so th- see that was that,
0: that was actually a little bit jarring, but it wasn't as bad as it would have been had it yeah. had he been ingrained, right? Yeah, you no, know, you're totally right. Yeah. I remember that, like thinking, oh, I really like Terrence Howard. Like nothing's wrong yeah. with Terrence Howard, but then, yeah. but then, if you're gonna if you're gonna change a character. Talk yeah. about an upgrade, like uh, just John Cheeto, Okay, John Cito good. <laughs> We're not getting a no name. Like you're giving us definitely like a, a, a an acclaimed act actor that actually in real life knows Robert Downey Jr. and, and is friendly mm-hmm. with him, and that mm-hmm. just added to their chemistry because Terrence Howard and Robert Downey Jr. their chemistry sort of sucked. Even though Terrence you know, Howard, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Don Cheeto and Robert, they had a better chemistry. Right. You can tell they had that together. You know. But yeah, So yes. I don't know how good Superman Lois is going to go. I, I feel like this may be the last season. You never yeah. know. I mean, how? Not only that, but just the the way the studio's going. Um, I just feel like they're trying to get that single universe, that single. They're trying to be the the first ten years of Marvel,
0: which <laughs> which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like, why why wouldn't you? Okay. Why wouldn't you want to emulate success? So, you know, here, here's a little... Uh, for everyone out there that's trying to do their own thing, if, you are, if, you have a, you know, if you're running your own business, you have an, you have a, an Etsy store, or, or maybe you're trying a YouTube channel, whatever you're trying to do, if you're trying to do your own thing, you're not trying to work for someone, let me give you advice that I wish someone would have in, given me <laughs> when I was 20. Do your own thing, but look at the people around you that are already successful mm-hmm. and emulate emulate them. Don't like steal their ideas, but like mm-hmm. if they're going to this con- you know, this convention for computer parts or whatever, like you should go there too and find out what 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 are they doing that is so successful if you guys are trying to do the same thing. If you're trying to start a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. look at other YouTube channels and go what is, what are they, success? what's making them successful? Is it their, mm-hmm. when they're posting, how they're posting, like, whatever it is, you can emulate that success with your own thing, and the, it, it was, it's so arrogant that Warner Brothers for so long was like, we don't have to be Marvel, we could do our own thing. And we, you know, no, you, of course you don't have to be Marvel, but This is first off. It's not a new thing that you stay in one universe and make a franchise. Like Marvel didn't invent that; they just perfected it. So that's not really a Marvel thing. So, like the fact that they were so arrogantly not wanting to do, not wanting to be Marvel, that they went way out of the way to be a worse version is what is? It's just silly. (laughs) It's just silly. It's okay to emulate people that that have come before you that are doing doing it right. It's you do your own thing, but you can take some of the ideas and run with it. You know, like having a character from movie to movie be the same character. I don't know. I love (laughs) the Batman and I loved the justice league. I love all the different Batman movies, but for the love of God, just find one Batman, please. Yeah. For a while, like for a while, you need to have one Batman that we can all Mm -hmm. one Iron Man, right? Like, Is there any other Iron Man other than Robert Downey Jr.? Not, not to me okay so how many batmans are there though 13 (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean right i mean there's three right now there's no no identity
1: yeah there's no single that's why i like that idea of that single universe i think we need to get back to those basics of just getting something that is just strong you know yeah stop like i I feel like the whole the old warner Bros. regime they're they're trying to do the whole multiverse idea, which is really early. Um, Too you know, early. Compared to like, because you can't just like, okay, Marvel did this for 10 years, and now we're getting to the multiverse. Okay, we just skipped. Like, uh, that all that, <laughs> we skipped know, a we lot of five steps, years, guys. We're getting into the multiverse. But for them, I felt it's like a suits just saying, let's do multiverse. That way we can capitalize on all these different characters in different universes you know and, and not exactly in a plan that uh, like a story plan right you know we needed to work as a story not as a to capitalize on I mean Marvel is capitalizing on it but they're working it in as a story right it's it makes sense <laughs> for Freaking the most part. Suits. you know so but um
0: yeah and Marvel's yeah. Marvel's working it in after years like already doing like the big storylines now they're introducing the multiverse. You know, it's just that's just like the comic books. Like, you when you run out of out of big stories to tell in your universe, you got to sort of like up the yeah. ante, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I hate. I don't. I don't care for any of that stuff personally. But I. But you know, it's it's the right way to go. And in the comic yeah. books, they usually use the whole multiverse thing as a way of sort of restarting the the system. Mm-hmm. And as time goes on, these comic book stories get so convoluted and so crazy. That like there's like 15 versions of this character, and there's there's a Galactus and he's eating planets, and he's like, Like,
1: where where do you start if you haven't read for a long time? Where do you like, you know?
0: (laughs) It's just so much, right? And so what do they do? They go, let's have this big infinite crisis uh, or this big multiverse thing where we like the whole multiverse is at at risk, and we have this big epic storyline where we close it, where we like close the system and we reboot it in canon called the new 52 right or whatever yeah. and they reboot it in, in in canon so that those things all happen but now yeah. this new iron man is like a chick or she's penny or yeah. whatever and you can change the character up or you don't or if characters were so good on their own you leave them be and you just sort of restart them and you can do that in canon so that what you did before happened but now we're in a new universe that's been freshly created or whatever. They've done that a bunch, you guys. They've done that a lot. So they're doing that in the movies well, now, too. Yeah. It's just sort of cheap to me, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, that's a wee thing. Let us know what you think in the comment section below. Hit that comment section. On the way down there, hit the subscribe button and all the other buttons. Thank you so much. We'll see you, see you the next time. All right, moving on. I'm sorry. I, I, I just saw the time, so, like, all of a sudden I wanted to move on to the next topic. Final well, no problem. <laughs> I didn't realize it was happening so quick. Quite a lot. Jeez, sorry, 317. Yeah. Okay, so everybody, we are going to save. Um, uh, we're going to save the Strange New Worlds pitch, and the Adams family for the member section. So we have two options, and I'm going to give it to you, Mike. Do You want to talk about uh, Dwayne Johnson's DC MCU crossover, or the different projects that are being canceled or or renewed at, at WB?
1: Oh man, both are really good.
0: Uh, yeah, let's, just, let's let's talk about Black Adam. Maybe okay. All right, so we'll talk about we'll talk about that here. Then we'll move to the member section. Okie doke. We are talking about Black Adam, aka The Rock, aka Dwayne Johnson, aka the Black Tided Wonder Twin. The man, the myth, the legend, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, do you smell? (laughs) I can't even do it because he said something very interesting. And I got to say, this guy is all in on DC, bro. It is crazy. This guy is like, I'm all in, dude. It's almost like he just discovered DC comics. And he's like, (laughs) you know, he's like this jock. That, that like used to make fun of all the, the, the DC comic the nerd. nerds and then, he's, yeah. then he read an issue he's like oh my god I love oh, this
1: so much I can get in on this Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just like fans have been discussing for 50 plus years he is now discussing the inevitable DCEU MCU crossover which before we read this article let's be clear yeah. is never going to happen Maybe it happens Maybe. when when I'm dead and Disney yeah. has Disney has bought Warner Warner Media and Discovery yeah. <laughs> and it's like the year twenty three ten. Yeah. Right. It ain't gonna happen in my lifetime, I guarantee you that. <laughs> like Marvel had to jump through hoops just to use their own character because at one point they accidentally leased them to Sony. Right. Yeah, you're right. So but the, odds, the yeah. odds of this happening outside of fan fiction is extremely unlikely. However, there was a comic book where they crossed yeah. over in the X-Men universe. Remember that? Yep. yep. <laughs> so you want, to, you want to walk me through this? What is? What do you think about this?
1: So... <laughs> You're right. It's going to be extremely slim. Like I I've mentioned one before that if this were to ever happen, this means that either DC or Marvel has exhausted everything they can think of to get fans in the seats and they need that giant Freddy versus Jason, Godzilla versus Kong, whatever, just to get people back and excited for, you know, superheroes again. That would be like the only and I don't think that's happening anytime soon. As you see, there's so much, there's a lot of Marvel well to dig into. DC is pretty much kind of like soft rebooting or starting up something again. Right? There's a new idea here. And so in order that to have, like you said, it, it's gotta be something really major drastic that happens.
0: So. It's gotta be like, it's gotta be like, okay, no one's watching superhero movies anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be something like that. Like something Like that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so in order for two studios to like let's work together, but you know, that's even hard budgeting wise, and who's paying for what? <laughs> like,
0: it's gonna be right, I right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Logistics is kind of even just, it, it's impossible. Do they just like <laughs> oh that's a, we'll we'll share the budget fifty fifty, share the profit fifty yeah. fifty? That's not how it's gonna right. ever gonna go down. Like, like, will Star Trek ever see Star Wars? <laughs> like that,
1: that's no. the kind of see that's never right, right. <laughs> if, if there was
0: this, there was this like there was this one scene in like uh i think it was like star star trek uh first contact wow. where like in the background you could see like the general shape of the millennium falcon flying through the, the debris and everyone's like oh it's the crossover no yeah. it was the vs vfx guys That thought it would be funny to insert this little Easter egg in there. Yeah. You know, but it was never an official connection. Yes. Star Wars and Star Trek is never crossing over. Never going to happen. Never. And the idea of this ever happening is so slim, slim. Yeah. It would have to be years of no one caring about anything superhero related. And this is like their last ditch effort to drag some life out of DC and Marvel. Yeah, I agree. And think about this: who's who's making the money from this? Like Disney's going to yeah. be like, oh yeah, we're going to share fifty fifty. No, like thir- <laughs> twenty five years 50/40. of success compared Imagine to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, we need Iron Man to be. More percentage than Batman in that scene. <laughs> like, I don't know the logistics of, like, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Batman
0: and Iron Man, Batman can't lose to Iron Man. Thank you very much. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you only have these actors that like refuse to like lose to a fight. Like, they literally have it in their contracts. Like, I don't know if you have you seen Fast and Furious franchise? Like, like yeah, okay, remember oh, that
2: yeah.
0: I don't know what movie it was, but they were in Dubai and she was fighting uh, Rhonda.
1: R- uh, Ronda Rousey, yeah,
0: yeah, yes. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it was in her contract yeah. that
0: he that she couldn't lose the fight. Yeah, and it also was in Letty's contract that she couldn't lose a fight. She couldn't so lose lose a fight. Yeah. So they literally had in their contract that so they couldn't lose a fight, and they were fighting. Right. <laughs> oh my god! How stupid it's, is that? It's like it's a tie. <laughs> Everything's a tie. Yeah. yeah same with Jason yeah. Statham and The Rock. He was yeah. like, "Well, yeah, I can't lose, and oh, can I? All right, well, let's, just, yeah, let's always tie, I guess." And it comes for- to like when when uh, like I'm
1: excited to see the Dwayne the Rock Johnson Black Adam movie. I oh, think so it's gonna I. Look, it looks fun. It's gonna it's gonna be a big, huge, hopefully, and um, and I'm I'm I want to see him fight Superman because I love Superman, I same, like, oh, right. same and I want to see all that. But then there's like a little bit of concern, like you said, like. I want to be a part of, it, like, not be a part of this universe, but I just want to be the center of it. And, right. and right. I'm, I'm, I am have a little concern, because I know he's a hero here and there in the, the comics and stuff like that, but for the most part, like, he wants to fight the Justice League, right? And I'm right. all for that. So I'm, like, wondering maybe, in this sense of the word, are you trying to be, like, the Thanos of a certain era? Like, this is the Black Adam era, we're going to everybody's gonna fight me and stuff like that but but so that's where my concern is when he's he that'd be awesome
0: thanos was such a complex on like like, honestly sort of underrated like in how how many dimensions that character had like first off i don't want to get too much into this i've said it before but listen like thanos actually wasn't really the bad guy here no Like, if you, I I agree with Thanos. (laughs) Like, he didn't, he wasn't the bad guy. He, in fact, Thanos, I would argue, was the good guy. And we only saw the perspective of the Avengers and their very limited understanding on how the universe works. Yeah. So they were fighting to, like, keep the status quo. But if you consider the entire canon, um, he was actually start trying to stop the Eternals from...
2: Yeah.
0: The Eternals, the, what are they called? Whatever. The Celestials oh, from God. being born. The Celestials from, yeah. So think about this. Yeah. What actually killed Thanos' planet was not like climate change or like technology. No, no. If you look at Titan, a Celestial was born mm-hmm. and it wrecked his planet and, and killed his people. And then he went on this personal mission to go from planet to planet, not knowing where the celestials actually were, and to call, to call, kill half the population, not based on race or gender or wealth or class or anything, a true random calling of half the population of every planet. Why was he doing that? He loved killing people? No. No. Because when the population of a planet gets to a certain size, the celestial is born. He was trying to mm-hmm. save the other, half. the other half. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone? Re- I'm not the only person here that realizes that he was the good guy here, right? I understand no. he did bad things, but guys, sometimes good guys will have to do bad things for good reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was
1: looking at a hole. You know, everybody's looking so narrow minded. He's right? like, universe needed this
0: the universe and you know needed- it's
1: funny because when the eternals came out i think i tweeted out and says and i said thanos was right and i got i think people are like what are you talking about I'm like no exactly your reason like dude right. <laughs> so i actually want to see the consequences later down the road of like maybe we should have let thanos done something or something
0: right know? it's crazy like i i think a lot of people aren't fully understanding how great that character was like, yeah. probably one of the greatest villains in, like, movie history. He was so well executed that movies that came after his death and outside of his existence are are still making him better to this day. Yeah. So if Black Adam wants to do the same thing, if he wants to become this character that is, like, you know, uh, good or bad or not or whatever, he's, like, sort of like this neutral, chaotic neutral, right? Yeah. And he changes his stance based on how he feels. I think that would be an amazing thing, especially if you did it better than Marvel did. Because I think Marvel made the mistake of painting Thanos as this one-dimensional bad guy. When in reality, on the deeper level, he was really had a lot of dimensions to him. There was so much more going on. Yeah, and I think Brolin did a great job. Like when he when he had to kill Gamora to get the stone, oh, he was like Like, constantly. You can tell, yeah. Oh, he he genuinely thought about just stopping the mission. Yeah, like his his life's his life's work for the sake of his daughter, who didn't truly didn't understand her father. Yeah, like ah man, it was just so powerful. Like Thanos is an, an outstanding character, and it's so much better than most people know. Yeah. So I would love it if Black Adam did the same thing. And I, honestly, as much as I, I talk trash about Fast and Furious or whatever, I I, lo- <laughs> I love the Rock, uh-huh. and I honestly love the Fast and Furious movies. It's like they're yeah. stupid fun entertainment, and I I love it so much. I, it does I, kind of miss his charisma. I, I feel it like. really does, yeah, bro. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it really misses the Rock. The Rock has a lot of charisma. He is like franchise Viagra. Mm-hmm. And if I had to pick one person in my entire 40 years of existence to play black Adam, it would be Dwayne the rock Johnson.
1: Oh my God. He's been casted forever. I mean, he was cast before man of steel, I think like, right. it was like, he's been trying to get to this level. So it, it's going to be amazing. Finally yeah. seeing him on the screen. Yeah. It's
0: gonna be amazing. And I want you everyone to know it comes out on my birthday it does <laughs> literally on my birthday that's and cool. uh, my wife uh spent a ridiculous amount of money renting out an entire theater what yep whoa Yep. which uh, which i'm sure that credit card bill is going to be really painful so, yeah but but damn that's awesome <laughs> yeah. but i have been looking forward deeper. i've been looking for this forward for, this for a long time i can't wait it I really hope it's good, man, because um yeah. If it's good, that means that we can get the DC DC universe back on track and I love the DC universe. Like I like I talk about like, like, I talk about Marvel, but I love DC way more than Marvel. I always have. Superman's one of my favorite characters. The Flash is one of my favorite characters. If you look at my office, you can't see it, but in my office I have like Superman, Superman, The Flash, Superman, Batman. I, cool. I love DC characters and I feel like what they've done for years is really misuse mm. the characters. And the very first glimmer of hope for me was man of steel mm. with Henry Cavill. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this is an outstanding Superman, like an outstanding story. It was, it was incredible. Um,
1: That's and- I hope there's a, like a, like after this, hopefully Dwayne, the Rodson and get him back. And he has his solo film right out the gate. I don't know how they're going to do it. But, like, another Man of Steel would be Fireman. That would be. <laughs> it would be.
0: And doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. and Lots of my check, Henry Cavill and Dwayne Johns. Henry Cavill is, and the word right word is not owned. But, like, I guess his, Dwayne Johnson's production company. They have the same rep. Yeah. They have the same rep, right? So Seven yeah. Buck Productions is, like, reps both of them, right?
1: pretty much yeah Danny Garcia who's um his ex-wife but uh, the Garcia she's she's his rep and also the Henry Cavill's rep so you think it'd be easy but right, i don't right. know you think it'd don't be easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean right, if right. it works out man i can see black adam getting a little bit more say in the dcu and then, and if it, and if he turns out like a thousand that'd be pretty awesome just to have um be that ending scene guy, like like if another Superman movie comes out, you just call it Superman. No need the Superman, no just Superman. <laughs> and at the end credit scene, they they hint at Black Adam. The next right. movie, they got Wonder Woman. At the end scene, they hint at Black Adam. Yeah, uh, you know, we keep hinting at Black Adam, slowly building up, and then we get that eventual. You know, we need to fight Black Adam. Or something. Right,
0: yeah. But yeah. Black Adam's not
1: drilling. He's like, I was protecting conduct, and now I'm out here, and I feel like the world is wrong. Right. There's something about the world, and I need to fix it. And they're like, you know. So I, I hope there is, is that conflict. I know that's
0: my dream. <laughs> but I forgot to actually have... read what he said here about this. Um, I got so excited about talking about Black Adam that I forgot what he said. Oh. <laughs> so, in, in a recent interview with GamesRadar, Johnson discusses the possibility of a crossover between the cinema's two competing universes. In The Rock's mind, the DCU's pantheon of characters is destined to cross paths, paths with those in the MCU. This is what The Rock said. <clears throat> I was about to do his voice. I'm not going to do it. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I am optimistic. Just my nature is optimistic, and especially when it comes to the creative. Especially when it comes to movies. And especially when it comes to the pantheon of DC superheroes and supervillains. Across the street, we have the pantheon of superheroes vi- and supervillains of Marvel. To me, they can only exist. But they should, in my mind, cross paths one day. So, just to be clear. That is not a statement of any weight whatsoever. That is just an ultra-optimistic ultra, ultra optimistic, hype man talking about yeah why not that might be fun yeah so like all the people with all the, like the all the like many articles that ta- came out about this they just really the, well, like out the headlines yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. to be fair we're doing this i'm doing the same thing like this is going to be a yeah. movie, okay i get it but there's nothing really there you know <laughs> yeah james gunn said there's something about sim-
1: similar i think they asked james gunn hey what do you want to be the Marvel DC crossover is like, well, never say never, but you know, right. But, but <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you guys think about this? you excited for black Adam. Are you going to go watch it in theaters? Are you, are you stoked on the, on the new path that DC has, or are you just a uh, overall superhero crap? Let us know in the comment section below and on the way down there, hit all the buttons moving on. Okay. My friends, this is, the pivotal time that we move into the members section in the members section we will be talking about uh the dc and movies that are safe from the marvel's cancellation acts the pitch that that kicked off strange new worlds over a paramount and we're going to be looking at the trailer for the adams family in fact i really wanted to save that for the members section because i didn't want to be copyright claimed here so if you are not a member it's very simple it's very quite simple you can go to popcast.co slash join or hit the link in the description below. Or I'm going to go ahead and paste this in the chat so everyone can see it. Boom. That's where we're going to be going. We're going to go over to the member section. Some of you guys are already coming over. Thank you so much. If you're not a member, that's cool too. These links will be up uh, at some point next week. But you can you can see them now and hang out with us at the members section. And uh, If you do, I appreciate your support. If not, that's it. Have a great day. We'll see you in the members section. The water's real warm because Mike is pe- Chris is peeing in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. There's like no way for me to gracefully exit the regular stream. So I always say some awkward stuff about peeing in the pool or something, you know. Yeah. And my brother's always like, "Can you stop talking about peeing in the pool?" the like, I legitimately don't know what else to say, Shane. I don't know how to. Yeah. How do I like tell everybody uh, we're going to do the other section? Oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So,
1: you catch you. them. You just surprise them. You sh- that shock factor just makes like oh, what? Yeah. And then they go like, like, there. All
0: right, see you, the members. <laughs> like goodbye. Just click <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm out out oh, later later bros <laughs> all right so let me check the member stream what's up Kenneth Hiroshi how you doing bros um listen uh one of you uh, I think one or both of you are actually set up for you've been around for so long that you are it's time for you to get a free t-shirt so you guys gotta hit me up on Twitter or email I need your um addresses okay because if you've been if, once you've been a, a, a regular member for a year you get a t-shirt and i don't have your information so i can't send it to you and the youtube community have you noticed that chris the youtube community sort of sucks for like actually managing like your members perks and all that yeah it's it's hard there's like no Ooh. like if someone signs up for a physical merchandise how do you actually give it to them
1: yeah, it's um for that one. I always say, hey, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or something because it's so hard. You can't message them. You can't message you can't. them individually. Yeah, you can't. And it's just real so difficult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can't message uh, actual users. Yeah. You can't communicate with them privately in any way. No. Nope. And then so asking them to come on like Twitter or Instagram or whatever or email is really um. It's hard to keep like so we did this giveaway thing a couple weeks ago and I accidentally sent giveaways to the wrong people. Oh shit. Yes. So Damn. there's someone that's probably watching right now, Mercer. I'm sorry if you're watching, bro. Um uh, he won like this like um uh Final Frontier, like the Star Star Trek Blu ray thing. Yeah. And I sent it to the wrong person and then had to go out and buy another copy of the of the Blu ray when uh, I realized I that I sent know. it wrong. Mer- because there's no way to manage there's literally no way to manage anything it's like i'm having to go from instagram to email to twitter and i'm trying to like
2: yeah
0: and i am not that's not my personality i'm not like this like hyper organized dude i'm a i'm an an editor i edit video that's what i do i don't even talk on video shane's the guy who talks i have a speech impediment i edit video that's what i do I I should have yours Kenneth. You're right. But I don't have Hiroshi. So Hiroshi hit me hit, hit me hit me up please dude. Yeah, even that
1: sometimes the usernames don't match the Instagram names and you're like, is this the
0: same person? Oh, that's another thing. thing. Uh, who don't you know, want something I'm like, uh, did you? Because I don't know who you are. Right. And then you they, they can't like message you because like they, you're not following them. Yeah. You know? So it's going to go into some weird place a, per, place in Instagram where like you have to go find and you have to sort through like 50 different spam accounts to finally find the world. Yeah. yeah. It is so incredibly difficult.
2: Yeah.
0: Outside of digital Area. stuff, it's really hard to get physical stuff. And here's the deal, members, and I'm not trying to go on this tangent, but I have so much crap I want to give you guys. Like, you don't even know. Like, in no way am I holding this back. Okay. Our Stargate book, right? Okay. Okay. Got... This book that came out uh, uh, two weeks ago. I wanted to do a giveaway last week. I wanted to give away this week. I don't know how to give them to you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how to get them to you in a way that doesn't make me want to kill myself. Because I know, like, if I if I give away, like, I wanted to give away, like, 20 copies of the book. Um, The book is great, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, go to Amazon. Check it out. I want to give away 20 copies of the book. But I don't want to deal with trying to sort through 20 names and addresses. Yeah, I thought about Discord. Yeah, I need to figure out a better way. So either I got to lean on Shane more or YouTube's got to have a better system. That's it. I did that survey recently. We're like, how do you feel about the community options? I'm like, what community options? Who's reading those? (laughs) 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 Next, I'm like, are there real people reading these surveys? (laughs) All right. (laughs) We had 100,000 subscribers and I still can't talk to anyone. I still can't email a single person. I thought so.
1: I thought that at 100,000 subscribers, you'll get issued or some, someone they're gonna have a rep for you.
0: Yeah, that's what or I heard. Unless too. you have to
1: get verified first. Are you verified?
0: Yeah, yeah we're verified. We're in the partner program. You have
1: the check mark on the YouTube. Okay. We have
0: all that stuff.
1: So, yeah, you should be getting a rep, right? I mean, that's
0: from yeah. whatever. Yeah this, yeah, this is our third time doing YouTube, and uh, every time we get to this level, um, we always expect more than what really happens, oh. and every time we get to a like a, any kind of level that's like significant, we expect some kind of like uh, communication. Hmm. And literally, the most we've ever gotten was surveys and whatnot. And because we set up our we set up a lot of our accounts so long ago, like we have nine channels, but we are slowly doing each channel. So we don't like we don't like. Do all night at the same time because we're two people. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, like, we are now on our third channel. We started with mixed teas, then it was podcast and now podcast live And we have podcast mysteries, and we have podcast food, and we have podcast gaming. We have other ones we're going to go into, but we set up the channels like five years ago, like a long time ago. Like, they've been set up and just sitting there so that we have them reserved. Well, because they were set up for so long ago, a lot of the a lot of the um, options and like features you get, like when you hit 5k, 10k, 20k, 50k, 50 k, hundred K. Well, those features for us are, are like, they're, we're legacy accounts. So it mm. takes like months for them to show up. Like we didn't yeah. get the members options. Like, you get members options at 20k, right? We didn't get them until we were at 50k. Oh, wow. We still to this day don't have access to like the gifting options. Like the, the, the super things are still being rolled out for our channel. Cause so we we made a mistake. We set, we set up our channels too long ago and a lot of the features we just don't have. So, and we, we are still waiting to talk to someone. Um, someone, one of our friends who has like 500,000 subs said, um, he didn't get, he actually didn't get that email about talking to someone personally. And for, for a few months after he hit a hundred K. So it, wow. it just, it takes a while and we a while. just hit hundred K. So yeah. Okay. Hopefully it won't happen. Cause we really want to talk to someone like, Hey, Hey, how do we,
1: right? how do we do this? <laughs> You're not just an AI, right? <laughs> For five
0: years, we've been waiting to talk to a real person. Yeah. So right. <laughs> yeah. Like why, when we do yeah. a live show, do all of our other videos suffer? <laughs> Literally every time. Okay. Let's get in these stories. dude. This one's this one's wrapped your alley, and we're going to burn these real quick. All right, we are talking about every DC movie and TV show that is safe from the Warner Media's axe hammer, from David Zaslav's mighty grip. All right, I'm here with Chris from Ping Pong Flicks, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who knows all things DC, Chris, talk to me here. What is happening with this? So <laughs> I like how we're we I like how that
1: article is it came uh previously from deadline. That's where they're pulling putting it from. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that their sources have said this is safe, this is safe, this is safe. I wanna say for now, Ooh. this is not exactly what's <laughs> discovery saying. These are all safe. These are all them reaching out to different production crews. And just like Batgirl, they didn't even know the directors were at a wedding when they got a notice that Batgirl was canceled almost the same day as we found out that Batgirl was canceled. Right. So, yeah. So, and I, as a PR, I wouldn't go out and say, these are canceled. These are canceled on the same day the Batgirl canceled. So I want to believe that there is more cancellations coming, and it's all because of that single DC universe idea. Right. Um, it's all and it all depends on who they have as a DC films head. Like imagine a new DC films head comes in, is like Constantine's not going to work for my universe. That's gone.
0: Oh yeah. So real quick. So quick quick, it, quick it, note it on that, especially oh, yeah. the fact that the new Constantine. Is like an um an alta, an alternate version of Constantine, right?
1: Yeah. So there's a Jenna um, over on Sandman, right? And
0: right? there's and so, there's the new casting, which is another guy who who is supposed to not be an actual Constantine. So oh yeah, oh yeah. So we don't have an actual Constantine yet. So those are right. probably not safe in development yeah. if they're trying to build a single universe with a real Constantine.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm like. Uh, i think there's gonna be more movies and tv cancellations from here all the way down to maybe next year or something like we'll start to slowly here like it, it'll be disastrous for the shareholders to be like how many things are you canceling today <laughs> so right. i bet things will move out slowly as they figure out what they want to do what they want to keep but the movies for sure they're going to keep because those just cost too much money to throw away like now, 200 million dollars and things. Yeah.
0: Don't they have a limited amount of time though once uh once there's a merger, you have a limited amount of time to sort of like cancel old uh pre-merger stuff to to write down the taxes?
1: Might be. There's a transition period, I think right now in August. So this could be when they should do it.
0: Right. So like if we right. don't see whatever is not officially quote unquote canceled by the end of the year yeah or by the end of october i would say that's pro- the rest of that stuff is probably a little more safe. a little safer yeah. because they're not going to they're not going to cancel something that they've already spent money on if they mm-hmm. can't write it off on their taxes
1: yeah if they started shooting then there's there's a you know they probably won't cancel but if they haven't started shooting i think they could still yeah, so it has it's pre-production wise although there's some money spent in that as well but
0: so Constantine is probably gone because first off it was a JJ Abrams thing and they they're they're leaving the deal with him yeah and and
1: the whole HBO Max thing right because they're having an HBO Max discovery they're going to merge right. they already canceled like 30 shows 30 plus shows yesterday <laughs> so that oh, wow. 30 plus HBO Max shows are leaving the service uh, and I think today there was like saying they're going to have some discount structures for current users and new users uh, <laughs> in respect to all of them canceling HBO Max shows.
0: But it's weird too, because like there is some legitimately good HBO Max stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about yeah. So this is what's safe mm-hmm. according to this uh, screen rant. Obviously, Black Adam's safe. The movie comes House. out next month, clearly. Mm-hmm. Shazam Free of the Gods, it's already shot and it's pretty much part of Black Adam. It's good. Aquaman, yeah. they've already spent a couple million dollars, a couple hundred million dollars. That's good. Okay. Yeah, so just re- re- Black Adam, Shazam, Aquaman, these are all safe. Mm-hmm. And the good news is these are all part of the universe that I want to see. So from my perspective, I like that these are quote-unquote safe. Yes, they've spent a bunch of money on them, so they're safe. But wouldn't they... It would, it would make a lot of sense if you're trying to do a single timeline, single universe movies you've already made all these other movies Mm -hmm. you probably stick with the single timeline that these movies are in that are coming out not yeah you're not going to reboot aquaman when you've already made two movies with the guy Mm -hmm. and i personally and if you're a fan if you're a fan of this channel you know that i have like an unhealthy obsession with jason momoa and i think that he's awesome and uh uh very attractive and i love to see him dripping wet on screen so just to, be, just to be clear, um, I fell in love with Jason Momoa playing Ronan Dex on Stargate Atlantis, which is another weird coincidence. So I'm glad that he's sticking around. Now this was an interesting one. So I love the Peacemaker series. I think it's incredible. I think it's everything. It's the it's a it's a if you were gonna make a Peacemaker TV show, this was perfection. Okay, perfection a la carte. If they're going to keep this series, it makes sense. Because if you're going to keep Black Adam, Shazam, and Aquaman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these characters were also at the in the end of the Peacemaker yeah. series. So he would be a part of the single timeline, right?
1: Yep. In fact, that's the only show, only property outside of Justice League to ever can say that there's a Justice League. And ever to show the Justice League, and and to, use,
0: and to use uh, a few last characters. Right? and to use right Amanda Waller, right?
1: And so he's bringing both the Suicide Squad, the Justice League, putting it all together. It's if it was part of the DC. Okay, so I'm not surprised that's safe.
0: So that, so, but by proxy, that means that Suicide Squad is safe. Yeah, uh, yeah. If if it's part of the single if timeline, one. by proxy. Yeah. And Mar- and let's let's face it, Margot Robbie is like they love these they love this chick, everyone mm-hmm. loves her, so why not? Yeah. And um, the Flash is obviously safe. No matter how hard the Reverse Flash, A.K.A. Ezra Miller, is trying to, <laughs> to destroy this franchise, I think that there's been so much money that has been poured into it that there is no way. They ever yeah. get rid of the best. especially since I'm pretty sure this is Flashpoint, right?
1: A pretty movie? much. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it's a spin on Flashpoint. So it's not you, Thomas Wayne. It's another Bruce Wayne. It's can you Michael explain
0: more Bruce about Wayne. that real quick?
1: Okay, so Flashpoint, the comic Flashpoint is when, you know, Barry Allen tries to go back in time, save his mother. Right. So same thing like this movie. It's going to happen that way. But in that one, it was an alternate universe you had a skinny Superman who was taken, just like how Supergirl is going to be right. um, in the movie. She's like taken by the government um, since when she was young. Uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, dies in the alley, and it's Thomas Thomas Wayne instead His of father. being Batman. Yeah, the the mother even became Joker, <laughs> oh, wow. and you know there was a whole Atlantis and in war, and uh, I mean it's it's pretty big. It's and it's. It's really brutal in that respect. So that's probably not going to happen in this entire Flash movie. Um, I've kind of got the rundown of what happens in the Flash movie, but it is a Flashpoint-esque type where it actually goes back in time um, in an alternate version of our own DCEU. Maybe I'll just leave it at that. If you go back to the birth of this version of DCU, then you know what I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. But, but there's going to be a new Batman. And I feel like they were trying to, in a way, make a new universe out of this movie that had Michael Keaton as the Batman instead of Ben Affleck as the Batman. And, um, you know, Supergirl instead of Henry Cavill Superman. But they were trying to, think, like,
0: bypass uh, the actor's.
1: To trying the, to bypass, yeah. So I felt like there was more of a political way of trying to get, you know, to another universe rather than being story wise making sense.
0: Right, which is super so, cool, by the way. Yeah, which was
1: why I hope like there is like a ending to this new Flash movie where you know, if you have to recast Ezra Miller, then recast it, whatever, um, and you know, have it back to the Ben Affleck Batman you know, and have it back to, you know, just so it makes sense that, okay, we're back in the new DCU. Okay. Now the next thing we have to fight is black Adam or something,
0: you know? Yeah. Plus by so, the way, I'm sorry. Ben Affleck's Batman's great. And Henry Cavill's Superman's is great. These are like, mm-hmm. just because some of the movies they were in weren't as well received as they probably could have been. Doesn't mean that the, that these actors and these characters are not, they're really great at those characters. Like they're very, yeah. very good. Yep. And my only issue with Ezra Miller outside the fact that he's, a real life villain is that he <laughs> runs weird because he does. Every that, that's a he does run weird, right? There, so the oh the the, the yeah. skiing. Right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm
1: really I'm kind of curious because we haven't seen. I wish we get a trailer of the Flash movie. I'm wondering how does Andy muschetti kind of do his own version of the Flash run? Wait, because he's going to have yellow lightning now. Didn't which wait, is accurate to the comics? Didn't we get? Of Flash trailer? But you don't see him run. Like, you don't see him... Yeah, you don't. ...do stuff. It's literally... And it's so I wish it was Reduce a new Flash trailer. You know, because you know how my is videos... Is
0: in, in, that, in that series? You said who? Which one? What? You said someone had yellow uh, Flash? Was
1: oh, no. The- so the Andy Muschetti the Flash movie, to the trailer, it's going to be Yellow Lightning.
0: Who's Andy Muschetti?
1: He's the director of the Flash. Oh! He's the, yeah oh i He's see the director of it it too yeah
0: oh i thought I, for, so. for a minute there i was like did, did you did you just like drop that there's another version of the flash played by another actor? Oh, no. <laughs> no. jesus what a random um yeah so yeah you're right that is comments accurate. um i don't you know i don't know why you didn't have you should have always had yellow lightning but i actually had this crazy idea on how you can deal with the ezra miller situation so first off Ezra Miller coming out and, and like apologizing and saying, I'm getting help or whatever, that's great. That's really good for the studio. I really, I'm First glad step. that he's, obviously, yeah. I'm glad that he's getting help too, but mm-hmm. let's be real. I don't know Ezra Miller, so I care about him as much as I care about random people I've never met. Mm-hmm. I hope that he gets help, but I also have no in, I have no investment in this person, right? Mm-hmm. However, I do have an investment in DCU emotionally. And I hope that him, his whole like, I'm gonna get help. I I know I have problems. Thing is, is really is good for uh, the Flash and sort of swaps the narrative out. That like, oh, they need to can't. All the people saying swap, just scrap the Flash, move on is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You can't scrap a two hundred and fifty million dollar movie that's mm-hmm. already in the can and already testing well and is the literal like focal point for your new stories going forward you yeah. you cannot cancel this movie mm-hmm. it would not just hurt the flash it would disrupt all their movies coming out because they're all nice. connected in some way it would be a mm-hmm. it's a horrible idea you don't cancel the movie that's a stupid mm-hmm. and anyone that's saying that's that's their only option is that is dumb. It's clearly not mm-hmm. their only option. That's stupid. Yeah. What is there a good option, though, is at the end of the movie, you add a, a, an, an end credit scene where the dude gets, and I've said this on other, on other streams, Ezra Miller's flash gets sucked into the speed force, right? And it's like, Rrr! and it's like all quiet, right? And you hear like the yeah. crickets. And then... Yeah. Like lightning, and another dude gets thrown out of the Speed Force, and the camera pans up, and instead of like the red suit, it's like the yellow and red suit. And, oh, and it's like Wally West.
1: Wally West, and is he's dead. like,
0: "What the?" <laughs> sure. And he had like that sarcastic tone where he's like, "Oh, what the?" And it just stops. Yeah, like imagine <laughs> the crowd would lose their mind because first off, Wally West is actually more, um, like generally. Uh, liked by people than Barry Allen is.
2: Yeah,
0: he's always been that he's way. More because, funnier, yeah, and he's funnier because a lot of people grew yeah. up with like the co- uh, the comics and the cartoons from like the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. where it was Wally West.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you mm-hmm. can replace Ezra Miller with Wally West with one scene.
1: Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was my that, do something that. like that. Um. So the Flash Constantine is apparently uh not safe. Right, it, 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 so they said it said that it's on solid ground and moving along via deadline. However, what they didn't mention is that JJ J. Abrams' role as the producer um, is not good. So, like, you can't be on yeah. solid ground and moving along when the company you hired to make the series is being fired, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, because he came in. I mean, they were media, bought him for 500 million dollars. And he rarely did anything when he was through that five year he was at Worm You, he was supposed to exclusively make content for right. Everything was like <laughs> like dude, dude, didn't. Spent so much money. Yeah. And
0: David Zaslov like, We spent how much money on this guy? And he right. did what the you know. <laughs> Imagine Zaslav coming in and like what? I'm sorry, did right. we, we gave five hundred million dollars to JJ yeah. Abram and company to write a script for yeah. a possible idea that will also cost five hundred million dollars to produce. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> right. Where's the ROI? Oh, there's none. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I talked about it too. Like, it's like there are five hundred million dollars was for JJ Abrams to produce ten things, right? Mm-hmm. But he has long he has as long as he wants to produce those ten things, and the studio is still going to pay for those things to be produced. So yeah. the ROI would have been so far down the road. Right, especially if every one of his projects were going to cost five hundred million dollars, like Demon whatever it was called, was going yeah, to cost. That, yeah. So that that had a projected budget of five hundred million dollars, plus the five hundred million dollars that they already gave him. That would have been like the first project basically had a running cost of a billion dollars <laughs> for a streaming show. Streaming show. You need so
1: much subscribers just to get. Any kind right.
0: of ROI, right? So, like, let, let's, be... let's say his next next thing is free and costs nothing to produce. They still are not making money. Let's say, <laughs> let's say the next five things cost nothing to produce. Maybe they start to see a little return on investment. Yeah, like this. These next nine projects would have to be such a low budget that they probably wouldn't yeah. be remotely successful. Anyways, it, it was such a bad idea.
1: It was terrible, terrible, terrible business decision. Yeah. And Zazzle's
0: like, what? What? Fire <laughs> this man! Yeah, <laughs> Get this guy out of here. <laughs> so Deadline, Screen Rant's reporting that Constantine is probably fine because Deadline reported that it's pro- probably fine. But I will disagree yeah. with this. It is definitely not fine. Yeah. First off, it's not in no. the single universe. It's using a, it's a, a, com- a completely different cast. The race swapping and, and, or something, this character, and it's coming from the production uh, company of J.J. Abrams, which was just fired. So there's no way is Constantine on solid ground and moving along. That's not factual.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, it's like a lot of these articles, there'll be this one line in the article that says, Warner Brothers did not give comment. Right. And so you know this is just the... The trade trying to ask people around and trying to get their own sources, and it's not actually really coming from the studio.
0: (laughs) And and to be fair, when Batgirl was canceled, like every single person I know was like calling and texting every number they had for Warner at all times, every time they were all trying to get information immediately at the same time. It It was a massive like run for the plate, right? Um, okay, so next project was My Adventures with Superman. No way this is happening. Just so you know, I don't care what anyone says. Um, all the animated stuff is being like completely looked looked yeah. looked over. So yeah. even even the very popular Harley Quinn is being cancelled. So there's no way it's happening anymore. No more animated nope. stuff for a while.
1: Young Justice is not even getting re- re- renewed, yeah. you know. And, if and... Young
0: Justice is not getting removed, I don't get there's no cartoon cuz that is that yeah. is that is one of the most honest yeah. to goodness like DC cartoons there are. Yeah. So um, Titans
1: probably um, w- 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 maybe one more, but
0: maybe yeah. one more cuz it was already <laughs> out, mostly shot. It cuz yeah. however, it's been confirmed that the show is safe and that seasons 4 will continue in HBO No, no, yes.
1: Season- yeah, <laughs> if it didn't shoot yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: seasons four might continue, but yeah. there is no season five. Yeah, It's so like if they did, if they don't cl- if they didn't close this up, it ain't happening. Just just to yeah. be clear, there is no yeah. more Titans after this next season that is almost pretty much done. Just yeah. to be clear, I'm sorry. There's just it's, there's not. Okay, anyone says. Mm-hmm.
1: And I like how a lot of these, they have dates. Like I think someone listed on Twitter, like the dates of these things that were going to film or going to be renewed. It's all listed in 2023. So you know that there is a huge time from now to October or whatever. Right. That these may not continue. They're just pushing the date out to 2023 just in case, (laughs) but it may not happen.
0: So Harley Quinn, we just talked about that. Um, Season three finally aired. There is season four. There is. Yeah. The reason why there's season four is because the contracts for all the vo- voices and everything is 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 solid. Like these are existing contracts, and to cancel them would just be super petty because it costs them pennies to make this show. They've already been paid, so all the only real cost involved with a season four is the additional animation and writing. Mm-hmm. So the work is a lot of the work has already been paid for. Um, So of course it's getting a season four and it should, it's a great show. Um, But I, I highly doubt there is any season five because they were very clear that animation would not be something they focus on until their actual universe is taken care of. Yeah. There is no black canary. I don't care what anyone says. (laughs) This is never happening. (laughs) I love it. I love this. Another planned uh, HBO Max release was considered in jeopardy, but it's been confirmed that the Black Canary movie is still moving ahead. Eh. <laughs> nope, sorry. First up, uh, Journey Smolier is not going to be Black Canary. There will be. Well, there is not a Black Canary. This is not happening. Three spokesperson for Warner Brothers has confirmed the film is is still going ahead, and there is still no announced release date because it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. This movie is not, guys, this movie is not happening. I'm sorry. I don't get sure, Yeah. If this happens, if this happens, I will shave my head and I will change <laughs> all my logos to the ping pong flicks style lo- logos for a week. <laughs> I will adopt Chris at ping pong flicks, but I'll reverse everything. I'll be the reverse Chris. <laughs> for one week, if this movie happens, mark my words, if this movie happens, for one week, I will be reverse Chris online. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anything that you see, HBO Max DC films are never happening. They already said it. Every DC film is going to be a theatrical, uh, bigger budget.
0: Right. So, yeah. so the same with Blue Beetle. They're talking about the Blue Beetle. Like, Oh, yeah, it's already happening. Initially slated, HBO Max. An HBO Max movie. <laughs> Yeah. I mean look, I would you like to see now. Blue Beetle, but dude, this is a weird show about a weird character. It's a it's a kid or or a teenager that has like this like alien that attaches itself to him and like this is not something you introduce until you've had solid ground in which for your other characters to stand on. Look, the Guardians of the Galaxy, those that those movies would not have been successful if Marvel wasn't already such a rock solid foundation in which to launch new characters Mm. or weird characters I'm sorry but if you took a talking raccoon in 2001 and tried to make it a blockbuster movie people would laugh you out the gate (laughs) but when you put it on top of the Marvel foundation it works right yeah Blue Beetle is a weird character and it it really doesn't work unless it has a foundation to stand on and it could be a great character Mm. if it had a foundation they are, they are constantly, the previous administration at, at Warner Brothers are moving, constantly moving way too fast. Mm-hmm. Like, they jump around, and they just look. It's like Jeff Johns is like, uh, did I write that comic book? Cool, let's do that one. Let's do that one,
1: yeah.
0: It's like he just wants all of his his stuff done, and it makes for a very disjointed universe. And Zaslav was like, uh, yeah, okay, stop. Yeah. We have the big the three biggest superheroes in the history of superheroes. Yeah. And why why are we losing to Marvel? We never lost the Marvel in comic books. We mm-hmm. never lost the Marvel in animation. Why yeah. is our film division not way yeah. ahead of Marvel? It makes no Fine sense. Why What? Yeah.
1: That's why we need a DC Studios. Right. Like you we don't need War Bros. We need DC Studios. We need their own leadership. We need Them to make their own decisions without these suits over the Warner Brothers. So
0: yeah, so this uh, show Green Lantern not gonna happen. Now, will there be a Green Lantern? Sure, absolutely. Oh yeah, you can't have a Justice League without Green Lantern. Lantern. Like, Mm -hmm. like just you can't have an Avengers without Captain America. Um, There are certain characters that will one hundred percent happen at some point in the future. But is this show happening? No. That Blue Beetle
1: was interesting because they're, they're shooting in Tijuana, Tijuana and there's a gang shootout right now and it disrupted the shooting for Blue Beetle, so so I don't even know what's going on.
0: Right, yeah, in Mexico, right?
1: Yeah, in Mexico, yeah, there was like a gang shootout and they were in the midst of shooting and I don't know if anybody got hurt or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that this will, um, it says that the Blue Beetle was upgraded to a theatrical release in late 2021. Um, supposedly don't. coming out
1: august of 2023 but i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah
0: i don't know i think that what could happen is that they could take what they've done and sit on it wait until they start building the universe out and add to that oh, lore and they release
1: it
2: after?
0: and then release it way later yeah oh, like th- there's nothing that says you have to like i mean look dude top gun maverick was released what Four or five years after it was done, that's like, true. Like a long yeah. time. You don't have. You don't have to. It's not. Like you go. Oh, I had, I finished the movie. Three months later, it's got to come out. No, no. You can wait. You can sit on it. Wait. Add to it. Adjust it. I mean, I mean, it's fine. So I would like to see yeah. it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think. Mm. I don't think Green Lantern is gonna happen. Definitely no, no Green Lantern show. So all this, all this except for these top four things are pretty much gone. Just so you guys know, I don't. I mean, I'm not the expert, but from my opinion, based on what I know about about what's going on, there's no way Black Canary happens. None. <laughs> I mean, I would literally bet on it. Like, I would, I would bet, I would bet an appendage on it. Like, at least a pinky toe.
1: Yeah, I mean, Birds of Prey didn't do well at the box office. No, it didn't. No, it didn't do well at the box office. It didn't even do well too much in digital. So it's like. If I was David Zaslav, and he, you know, and he's a money guy, right? He's he's going back to the basics. It's like, you gotta get the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman's man. Let's not get to these second tier, second tier, third tier, fourth tier yet. You right. know, we're not there yet. So,
0: yeah, I agree with that, dude. Yeah. All right, well, let us know in the comment section when you guys think. On the way to the comment section, um, hit that all the buttons: like, subscribe, alerts. Blah, blah, blah. Also, you can check out Mike at Ping Pong Flicks. Link's in the description below. Moving on. Quick comments here real quick. Hiroshi loves you. By the way, congratulations on Hark. Thank you, Hiroshi. I also love you, my friend. Archmage Frey says, I believe Ezra came up with his own run based on ice skating. Really? That's fascinating, actually. You know, Ezra Miller at one point was actually like a really good actor. Um, I think that his personal his personal stuff is just like wrecking his his yeah.
1: Celebrity. Like for this movie, like if as long as Ezra Miller stays out of trouble, like they could really have it like okay, he's this rehabilitated character, you know, actor now. By the time the movie films, you know, comes out, and then after we cast them, you know, <laughs> but
0: yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's a liability at this point. They've done it before, though, right? Like plenty of people have. That I mean, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, was uninsurable for a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of people. You can definitely come back from that. From that, like as long as you don't actually kill anybody, you can come back. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think you can actually kill someone in Hollywood and get away with it because. <laughs> yeah, because even like Hugh Grant got into some stuff. And, yeah, uh, yeah, Hugh Grant like, uh, like beat up a. Uh, a yeah. trans, trans, transsexual prostitute. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like on camera. <laughs> like, it was like, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even an opinion. Like, Oh, that definitely happened.
2: Yeah.
0: And he's still in like rom-coms.
1: <laughs> yeah, then Josh Brolin had something to do with Diane. His, his ex-wife, Diane Keaton or something, or Diane Lane. I don't
0: know. That,
1: that yeah. Was... Something with that, but that yeah. was, that was because it was downplayed, you know, never really had any traction. So,
0: yeah. Canada the Rogue says, wasn't the testing done before Miller went totally wacko? Yes. Yeah, the testing for the movie, the movie's already done. So, like, we're, we're seeing the testing for the movie, not for, yeah, not for Crazy Ezra. Archmage also said, only issue with holding it is the kid playing Blue Beetle would age. Oh, yeah, that's true. But he's not, I mean, he's like a late teenager. He's not like a seven-year-old. He's like a teenager. It's like, Network.
1: Yeah, it's that kid from Karate Kid. Cobra Kai. Oh, is that him? Awesome
0: series. I do. I love Cobra Kai. Yeah. Dark Knight, what's up, bro? Hey, guys. Okay, moving on to... uh We're going to talk about... Let's switch it up real quick. We're going to go to Star Trek for a second. You like Star Trek, my uh, Chris?
1: I haven't really watched too much. I've seen the movies. I've seen Generations. Um Strange Worlds. Is that like Captain Kirk again? Or is it Chris... Pa- is so, it Spike... So-
0: Strange New Worlds was... is um, before Kirk. It's uh, oh, so it's so, so, the, so the the pilot episode to the original series was yeah. actually Chris Pike, and um, and it was it went really well. But then when they went into TOS, the original series, they they nixed the Chris Pike character and they went with Kirk. Right. So this was saying, okay, well, what happened in the ten years leading up to the original series with. Chris Pike and his first officer Spock and whatever, and to be fair, this show is actually phenomenal. Hmm. Um, it's really good, and we're gonna get into it right now. Um, okay. If you haven't seen it, you you would you would actually really enjoy it. Like it's it's real science fiction. It's not like weird. Like the modern day science fiction is really rough. This is nothing. <laughs> we're talking about strange new worlds and the pitch that changed the path for Star Trek. And I'm here with a, a little bit of a Trekkie uh, version. Chris is not a big Trekkie. He's watched the movies. He knows a little bit about the series. But he's, he's not really in, ingrained into the Trek ecosystem that we, we, we are. So I get to tell you this, Mike. I mean, sorry, Chris. I get to tell you this. Strange New Worlds, if you like science fiction, Strange New Worlds is some of the best science fiction I have seen in years. Oh, cool. It is not modern. It doesn't have this weird approach to science fiction where it's got to wrap everything in some kind of virtual virtual, virtual signaling checkbox. It's mm. classic sci-fi. And the reason it's classic sci-fi is this brilliant pitch. The pitch... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize like, Peacemaker hey. was there. Let me change Peacemaker to a more... Uh, there we go. Star Trek scenario. Um. The pitch for Strange New Worlds was a thing of simple beauty because this is what they said. Star Trek Strange New Worlds feels like it's a miracle. It's a Star Trek series in the age of streaming that is not only appealing to fans of the franchise, but has caused a whole new generation of fans to fall in love with the adventures of the USS Enterprise. The series is both a delightful throwback and something new, mixed mixing the things that made the original series shine... With bigger budgets, sharper special effects, and a perfectly picked cast. I agree. Now, the pitch. The pitch for the series was brilliant. They were trying to figure out how to do Strange New Worlds. The fans want Christopher Pike. They loved him at the end of Discovery Season 2. We need to make a new show called Strange New Worlds that follows the Pike character. Mm Mm-hmm. The executive producer and co-showrunner, Henry Alonzo Myers, was on hand to accept the awards, and he shared some deep details on how the Strange New World team managed to show their love and respect for the series without becoming pure fan service. He said, why don't we just do Star Trek? You understand how brilliant this is? The <laughs> pitch for Strange New Worlds was, hey guys, I got an idea. I got it. Ready? Let's do Star Trek. <laughs> we should just do Star Trek. yeah that's a great idea yeah like, if you're gonna make a Star Trek show, yeah you should do Star Trek. I mean, I don't think that's revolutionary <laughs> I like that. I really like because you know I
1: I love the episodes, even the original when I used to have the black and white TV. I love when they just go to different worlds. And figure out those worlds, figure out what's going on. And, you know, you know, even like the Orville, they have some cool aspects to it. Yeah. But I think when it gets to political situations where, like, the Romilians, you know, Romilians and Klingon, you know, like uh, the wars and things like that's right. cool too. But I love that commentary basic going to a new world and you're discovering that new world with the characters and finding out things, and that basis, like, every episode is different.
0: Right. It's episodic. Every
1: episode is a different world, you know? And I think if it's like that, I'm definitely
2: watching it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is, man. Um That's awesome. And I, I envy you, because you get to watch this entire series. It really is, like, what its title is, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It's. Yeah. Yeah, there is a little bit of underlying storyline there, story there, but for the most part, this series is purely episodic, and it goes from like problem, or comet, or planet, you know, different crazy things that are going on. It goes from that, from that idea to that idea seamlessly, and it really does sum up. Excuse me. What do you guys want? You're distracting the crap out of me. All right, get out. Sorry my kids came in here and started rummaging through my drawers. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out now. Um, But it really, it really does. It, it's, it's Star Trek. It's a, yeah. it's simple. It's not simple in the, in the story sense, but it's simple in the idea that it, they're just making Star Trek. Yeah. And when they were doing, when they, when they rebooted Star Trek with discovery and with Picard and all that, like they weren't making Star Trek. They were like, Hey, the setting is Star Trek, the universe is Star Trek, but we want to make a, a drama about mental health. And you're like, "Whoa, what are you, what are you doing? That's, that's not Star Trek. That's yeah. not Star Trek. That's, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And oh, and for Picard, we want to make a, um, uh, uh, it's a story about uh, you know people not being accepted. Like, what are you doing? Stop that! This is not Star Trek. Like, yeah. first off, it's not episodic. It's it's super serialized. And mm-hmm. the problem with Super Serialized is you can't even get to know the characters because you're not following their mm-hmm. life. You're following their one event in their life that is super traumatic, and it's just not the way Star Trek was ever made. Yeah. So the fans didn't like it, and someone mm. came along and goes, you know what? I got an idea. <laughs> we should just do Star Trek. Star Trek, <laughs>
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea.
0: It's a fantastic idea.
1: It's
0: a idea. I love it. It's great. And it's great. And I'm I'm actually jealous, man, you get to watch this series. I, I've seen the entire series twice. Um, I really like it. Pike is a fantastic character. All the characters are wonderful. Perfectly cast. And it's so weird because um <clears throat> I watched uh Ethan Peck, the character that plays the actor that plays Spock in Discovery, yeah. and I hated okay. it. Cause I was this massive Spock fan growing up and I saw him in discovery and he was in this role where he's playing like the brother of the main character. And he has a beard and he's emotional. And I'm like, Oh God, this Spock sucks. (laughs) He's so bad.
1: Spock emotional.
0: Yeah. It made no sense. And then I met the actor Ethan Peck at a a convention and he was like rude to me. And I'm like, Oh God, this guy
1: sucks.
2: sucks Even
0: more. (laughs) Right. And then when they announced Strange New World and he'd be coming back for that character, I'm like, oh, God, this entire series looks wonderful, except for this one guy is going to be like the fly in the ointment, you know, like Uh, one bit of horrible. But, dude, I got to admit, boy, was I wrong. First off, the guy is clearly an actor because the Spock he played in Discovery and the Spock he played in Strange New World are two completely different characters. Wow. He is playing Spock like... Like he went and watched the original series and he is emulating that Spock. He's watching mm-hmm. he is emulating the original Spock to a T. And um, even if I don't like the actor, I don't care. He is doing really? such a good job with that character, I will be the first one to say, Boy was I wrong. Because I, I thought he would be the worst part of the series, and he is probably after Pike, he's probably the best part of the series. Which is crazy. Wow. Which is the way it should be, right? Yeah, right. Um yeah, so I'm jealous, man. You get to watch this series. If you have Param- oh, Paramount, Paramount Plus cool. is super cheap. You can get a free trial for like two weeks and just bend one page to watch it. <laughs> that's what two weeks, starting. that's nothing. I can do that. <laughs> Everyone always goes like, well, I don't really want to pay for streaming service. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, free trials, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, got to yeah. like really invest here. Like get a free trial. Just <laughs> like, you know what a free trial costs? Oh, an email account. Oh, yeah. guys, email accounts are free. Right. <laughs> As long as you cancel right before it ends, right? right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way they get you. Like they don't send you any notifications. You know, right? They want they want to want they want you to forget about it. And then the second year membership, they're like, Oh, hey, by the way, we all this stuff you gotta check out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, 1499 (laughs) later. I I have I literally have every streaming service, and everyone started off as a free trial, and I just didn't cancel it. (laughs) Oh, Anyway, so that is the story, everybody. Uh, What do you guys think? Hit that comment section. Is it a genius or is it just common sense to say, hey, guys, I got an idea. Let's do Star Trek for the Star Trek show. I think it's brilliant. Brilliant and simplistic and probably something that should have been said uh, in 2015 when they were thinking up Discovery. Jeez, Don't watch Discovery, bro. It'll ruin. It'll ruin your your day. All right, that's it, everyone. I've ever heard bad things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Hit that <laughs> comment section and let us know What you guys think? And moving on, we're gonna talk about Wednesday. Have you seen this trailer yet? I did. Okay. It looks awesome. It does look great, bro. Oh great. my god, looks fantastic. I don't know why I'm so stoked for this, but it's it's I, it's like it doesn't even fit my channel. Like no one cares about this, but I care about it. So yeah. So we're going to talk about it. All right, we were talking about the Adams family and Netflix's new show called Wednesday is coming out and it is, it looks amazing. First off, the casting is phenomenal. She's perfect. Perfect. She, yes. Jenna Ortega is playing the series lead Wednesday and she is perfect. I have, I don't have anything better to say about it. It's, she's perfect. Okay, let's mm-hmm. just let me just show you Jenna Ortega real quick. Oh, here I can actually show you on the screen here.
1: Down to that resting bitch face and that small yep. smile. <laughs> That's just like
0: yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So this is what she looks like. I actually got a nice PNG here. Look <laughs> creepy I'm there. that is! <laughs> it's just the eyes. And they get smaller. Um, this is what she looks like. she's literally like just perfect for this role. Yeah. Um, the the actual actress is here. Not that guy. Oh. <clears throat> this is Jenna Ortega, and the great thing about Jenna Ortega is she's actually been in a lot of of horror movies and stuff. Like she's a horror fan. Like most, like if you look at her IMDb, I'll pull it up real quick. It's amazing. She looks older, not as Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, makeup, right? Yeah. Um, looking at her IMDb. Tape.
1: Jenna Ortega. All
0: right, she has done the babysitter. Scream. Oh, okay, scream. That's where I've seen
2: her before.
0: X and scream. Yeah. Look! Look at Studio Six. Studio Six Six Six. Every one of her movies, she is playing. Like these are all horror films. A crazy, yeah. Uh, like she's, <laughs> she is wielding. She, dude, this chick was built for this role. It's like she's perfect. Yep. She likes the, the source material. She's into it, and she looks the part. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, what 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 an amazing turn of events! You have someone that's actually perfect for the role. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the casting real quick. Um, You also have uh, Luis Guzman. Am I saying that right? Luis Guzman as Gomez. And a lot of folks were complaining about Luis Guzman. Oh,
1: they look like Rawl.
0: Yeah, we'll go. First off, guys, Luis Guzman is, Mm -hmm. I'm going to argue, is actually perfect for this role. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be some debonair guys. You're remembering the movie, the last movie, and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be like yeah. No no like All the, Julia, the yeah. comics and the cartoons, he yeah, he was like this short, sort of stubby looking dude. Yeah. And he was married to season. like this stunner, right? Yeah. That was that was the that was the joke. They they weren't on equal grounds physically. That was the point of the of the of the, the pairing. Mm-hmm. So taking Luis Guzman and putting him putting him next to <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones yeah. is brilliant. It's brilliant, bro. I'm sorry. The dichotomy, yeah, yeah. What'd you say? No, the
1: dichotomy of them together is just right. Like it, it does. I don't. Know, I don't know why people have problem with that. I don't know because I remember the cartoons too, and he was, you know, on the wider side not the, the skinnier version.
0: Right. He was supposed to be yeah. sort of wider and shorter and like yeah, yeah. it's supposed to like you said, it's supposed to be a uh, there's supposed to be a difference. Yeah. Just just cuz you watch the movies and you're like, "Oh, I like the murmurs when I was young. That's what's supposed to No, no, that that was their interpretation and yeah. I would argue probably the wrong inter- interpretation. That was the Hollywood studio interpretation of the character. Yeah. So this is the perfect casting. Record. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think Jenna Ortega is perfect casting, and as far as the other character goes, this might be unpopular, but I don't really care very much about the boy. Um, I don't, I didn't, I never really cared about the character as long as he's not like, you know, some like Chad or something. Like, yeah, he's got to make a little nerdy yeah. kid, and you're good to go. Yeah, you know,
1: um. So, There's a rumor about Uncle Fester, though, huh? Yeah, what was that? Um, well, just recently, I think a couple of scoopers are saying it's someone, an A-lister, that has been, you've seen in courts recently, and so, Tim Burton, I'm thinking, it may be Johnny Depp.
0: Johnny Depp. Interesting. That'd be nuts. that will be like, whoa. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, let's look at this real quick. Um, Yeah, so originally he was played by uh, Oh man, Doc Brown was his name uh, I'm always forgetting the name uh, The guy who played Doc Brown Christopher Lloyd He was played by Christopher Lloyd So he's not going to reply to this role Because the guy is like, you know 98 years old or some nonsense He's old yeah. uh, Or 83 years old So Johnny Depp would actually be Perfection And he was in court recently? And it's a Tim Burton movie and Tim yeah. Burton and, and I mean, and let me, let me tell you something. I think Johnny Depp needs a good role. Yeah. He needs a role where he can cut his teeth and remind everyone that he's like fun and talented and zany. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: because let's face it, bro. Like when all this stuff happened, he was really sort of removed from like all the big projects. Yeah. He needs something that to remind everyone how fun he is because he's a fun dude. He's not like a phenomenal actor or whatever, but he's a fun guy. He's a fun actor. Right. Right. So I really hope this happens. Uh, I really do. And I'm I'm actually excited for this. I think Catherine Z, Catherine Zeta Jones is stunning. I I've literally had a crush on her since I was like in puberty, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Luis Guzman is hilarious. I think he's hilarious. I've always thought he was funny. I think this new casting for uh, Jenna Ortega is perfect Mm -hmm. in her personal life. She's she's not just playing a character that she is perfectly suited for, but I think that she is actually that character in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Look at all the movies she's in. They're all horror flicks. All of her social media, they're all about horror this and fun. She is like... She's like the definition like of a that. '90s screen queen, dude.
1: Right, right.
0: Perfect, perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. In every way. Be no fair. one's complaining. No one's complaining about her at all. No, like, they're, they're all complaining about. Nobody's saying, "Oh, it's not like Christina Ricci." No,
0: she's like that's Wednesday. Yeah. Well, then also, Christina Ricci is actually in. She's in the thing too. She's in it. Yeah. But as what? There's no cat there's no there's no mention of what she's playing. Some
1: people were. I found some hilarious tweets were like, What if she's Uncle Fester?
0: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't like that. I would. don't
1: know. I don't think so, but
0: No, I, I'm actually on that there, it or... ha- it literally has Good to effort. be Giant Depp now. Yeah. Has to be. It has to be Giant Depp. He would be perfect in that role. Like Uncle Fester was a weirdo, bro. Yeah. Like, he was weird. Yeah. That it would be perfect and it, yeah it, it just him, yeah. It, it matches up too well it has to be it has to be yeah, yeah it has to be him um I can't wait to see that happen. I can't wait to see it. I, I can't wait to see that happen. <laughs> everyone's going to lose their minds too when when he, when gonna he comes out. Minds,
1: Twitter's going to lose his mind, but it's going to be oh, like... oh, he's going to be bald? It's going to break numbers. It's
0: going to break numbers. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter's going to lose watched episode when Giant. I Depp can't does. believe Johnny Depp is in this movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> All right. Calm
1: I can't down, Twitter. See that. I can't wait to see the uproar.
0: Yeah. At some point, everyone everyone yeah. realizes that Twitter is not a real place. Yeah, it's not a physical place, and no one really Watch
1: that Dave Chappelle show; you know, he'll tell you. <laughs>
0: um, Dave Ch- Dave Chappelle show.
1: Yeah, he said that on Dave Chappelle um, the last one. I think Twitter is not a real place.
0: Oh, his stand up stand up special.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter is not a real yeah. place. He did say that. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah
0: that. that was actually unfortunately that was uh, the version you saw where he said that is not the version available anymore on Netflix. Why? What? They cut out serious? a bunch of stuff because of the trans. Oh, no. Oh man. <laughs> you
1: know the story about his friend, Daphne or whatever, the, the, who's a I, trans woman. I don't know
0: exactly what they cut out, but they cut out a bunch of stuff that trans people had a problem with. Super unfortunate. Oh, I
1: thought they were really backing him up.
0: I don't oh. know. I don't know. It's really unfortunate because, um, to be honest that the whole thing was not anti-trans. Um if but, anything it was pro-trans. Like it painted it, it painted the whole thing in a really positive light. Yeah. And it explained friendly. like the humanity of it versus like the checkbox. Like this was like a human yeah. person that he cared for. Um, yeah. It was actually really ridiculously heartfelt and there wasn't a whole it lot works. of con- Dave Chappelle has turned into more of a preacher than a comedian. Yeah, and i'll watch everything he ever produces just to be clear netflix if you ever see this i will never miss a dave chappelle special
1: right like i watch it once once it releases i am watching that i'm putting it on
0: yeah for me it's like going to church bro like that's 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 my duty like the guy is a legend and uh, i'm not sitting there like in the past his old stuff i used to laugh the whole time yeah now it's less about laughing and more about like realistic look at life but either way it's yeah. super refreshing and i love it man highly
1: respected in the comedian community too like he is up there yeah everybody talks about him how humble he is and everything yeah. yeah
0: so as far as adam's family goes i hope that netflix uh learned a lesson they 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 gave tim burton first off tim burton's also a legend yeah an absolute legend that, that uh when it comes to this type of movie there, I don't think there's anyone better than Tim Burton when it comes to these weird I don't know, what would you classify these movies as? Like Goth Gothic Like yeah, the gothic style, you know, like zany style. gothic. Yeah. Beetlejuice, you know, like Yeah. The guy is like a trio blazer in this kind of uh genre, which I I don't know how to actually specify, but like no. If you look at his, his uh, horror comedy, I don't know. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's like almost like gothic horror comedy. He did *Edward Scissorhands* with Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, *Frankenweenie*, *The Corpse Bride*, *Sweeney Todd*, *Beetlejuice*. Yeah, um, *Alice*, looking, looking, looking like he's done a lot of stuff actually with
3: Mm -hmm. it. It
0: has to be. It literally has to be Johnny Depp. Like, look at every movie he's ever made. Yeah. There's some kind of Johnny Depp in there. <laughs> Except for maybe Batman Forever.
1: I-, I wanted to, like, once it just drops, no, n- don't even renounce it. <laughs> I want people watching it. And they're like, holy shit, it's Johnny Depp. Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see the Twitter was, oh, my God, episode ends. Yeah. He's back. Twitter just <laughs> blows up. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. First off, uh, he's a, he's a legend. He's he's brilliant at this type of specifically specifically this kind of medium. He is so good at this sort of awkward gothic yeah. horror comedy genre. He is like the guy who wrote the playbook on it. Okay. Um. And then also Netflix has been has been making um a a big point of being behind their creatives lately, like really letting them do whatever they want yeah so uh with 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 uh jack snyder and now with tim burton and i don't don't see why they would have a problem with johnny depp being in the movie and because of the relationship i doubt johnny depp is probably even charging as much as he normally would so i think you're right i think that this movie is i think this movie is going to be phenomenal i hope that not only is it great but it's so well received that we get a whole run of these movies on netflix because yeah. I, I love every aspect of the trailer the casting everything and let's just for the sake of I'm going to put the tra- I'm going to put the trailer at the end of this so if I have to cut it out for copyrights I can um before we leave we're going to watch the trailer and you guys you guys let me know in the comment section so if 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 the if the, if the if the episode here ends prematurely then hit that comment section and let let us know what you guys think of Wednesday if it doesn't And then we're watching the trailer right now. Wolf (laughs) leapers. Ah, it's so good! I love that so much. I love the snapping too, by the way. Yeah. Like I love the snapping. I think there's another one too. That's the teaser, yeah. That was two The trailer is yeah. the one with the. Piranha, yeah. yeah. This is the actual trailer, my there bad.
3: Miss yeah. Adams. Oh,
0: this is so good. The you piranhas. said they had
3: a very interesting educational. I journey. was shocked
0: when they had the blood. There was
3: like, oh, they're going. Oh, they're they're school, going, school going hard. Yeah. They're
1: going hard on, it. yeah.
0: Hey, freak. God, she looks so This young, is a close especially. practice. She looks so perfect for this world. The only yeah. person who gets to torture my brother is me. Oh, I love this so much! Oh, dude! Okay. And the music they're playing. Oh, this is a... Oh, that... This is a... Real quick, okay? Because this music is like perfection. It's literally perfect for this... I actually have this on my playlist. It's... um. I'm killing the trailer here, but I I, I want to say this, and I completely forgot to actually write it down. This is um. Oh my god, where is it? Oh, okay. So this was this was written. This is uh Oh my god, I'm I'm murdering this. I can't say this person's name. Ah. Oh. Okay. Anyways, the song that we're about to play is in also season two of Bacard, and it's a French song by a French singer. And I can't find the freaking track right now on on my on my on my, on my playlist. But it's literally perfect. It's a perfect soundtrack, perfect song for this particular point in the trailer. So let's go back to that. Sorry um, for interrupting.
2: I did the world a favor.
0: And in French, she's saying, People, like, what, we've for for "What we waited for, or what we fought for?
2: Getting expelled was just a bonus."
3: <laughs> Perfect. You will oh, you love nevermore. Perfect. A magical place. Where I met your mother? The son I Catherine
0: Captain Jones is just... Finally. Still got it. <laughs> so Still got it, bro. Probably. Maybe you'll even make some friends. I even like the casting of that chick Wanna from a stab Game of, of being Thrones.
1: Social? Game of Thrones, yeah.
2: I do like stabbing. I
1: do like stabbing.
2: I know I'd be
1: stepping
2: into
1: a nightmare. Full of mystery, mayhem, and murder. Oh, I think I'm going to love it here. Look. I like it. right there, that's that, there.
0: That smile right there is perfect.
1: The resting bitch face to the smile, that's like. There you go.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: That was the part. Love the ending, just like the snap. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so good man it's so it's such a perfect look i don't know it, even if you're not an adams family fan like you can't look at this and like at, at the very least be like wow that's that's a well-made trailer,
1: a well-made trailer <laughs> yeah a
0: well-made trailer. it's, it's really. better
1: than the monsters like yeah I think the monsters is like
0: yeah by ugh. far <laughs> What happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah the, the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who did that do? Rob Zombie or something, right? Um, yeah. And... What were they thinking, bro? When
1: when when you hear Rob Zombie doing something, you think it's going to, like, be pretty, you know, uh, gory or something spectacular. And then to see that come out is kind of, like, a little bit heartbreaking. <laughs> I don't know what he-
0: I gotta ask though, like, I get it. I when mean, was it's... the last time Rob Zombie did? And I, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm asking legitimately. Yeah. When was the last time he did something that like was really good, or is he just like super campy now? I mean, it was, it was in a way, a lot of that gory stuff was campy, right?
2: Right, but, but it, but it, but, but the it story was, was good. Way...
1: Right. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, it still had a flair to it. You know, this is kind of like someone else made it and put Rob Zombie's name on it. Like it didn't look like something that he would do. But
0: yeah, Because there like, are.
1: I mean, maybe there are projects that I haven't even seen that he's done stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but. this this looked like more like it was from like from the Rob Zombie factory. Yeah. You know? Not not yeah. from yeah, not from uh not from Rob Zombie himself. It was almost like it was yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I think you're right. Alright, so the song well, they, <laughs> The song they use is by uh Oh my god. I keep pulling up the wrong song. There were so many songs. Someone tell me in the comment section, please find that song for me. I had it in my playlist and it's gone for some reason. I know why. It's by a French singer. Um it was in Picard season two. It was actually it was actually a big part of their music budget. It's a very expensive song, apparently. And I want to know. So let me know in the comment section what song that is that was in that trailer and in and in Picard season two. It's non whatever. It's a great, great song. I think I find it's uh, Edith Piaf's. Edith Piaf, that's right.
1: Non gen Yes. Korean.
0: Yes, no regrets. Long that's what's not called.
1: Not regret anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is the mm-hmm. song. Not a copyright claim right now. But okay. No. Okay, so let me make it clear. As someone who edits for a living, this is my job, right? Um, Trailers, trailer music is very special. It's not like regular music. First off, trailer music is generally short, it's probably around one to two minutes, right? Yeah. Also, there are a lot of areas where the music will stop and start, or false start, or crescendo and come down and come back up, and it always ends on a big note. Most good trailer music follows this very sort of formulaic, formulaic uh, structure. This mm. song, produced a million years ago, I don't know, has the exact forma- formulaic structure as almost every trailer song ever, for every blockbuster. Oh, yeah. right? Watch this.
2: Right?
0: Oh, it literally builds up. Right? And at one point, it drops, down, it drops down to nothing. And it's like. Dun, 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 da, 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 da. It's literally like a trailer perfect. song before there were trailer songs. <laughs> <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's why they use it. <laughs> and that's why it's it's used in like every yeah. one of these. Like, and it's great. It's great. Great, great music. All right, well, that's it. Let us know in the comment section below what you guys think about the Adams Family and Wednesday in particular. And uh, if you're going to watch it or not. And while you're, when you get down there, on the way there, please hit the subscribe button and the like button all the other buttons. And check out our boy, Chris, from Ping Pong Flicks. The link is in the description below. <laughs> all right, dude. Um, that's the end of the show, bro. Cool. Thanks for having me. I appreciate. It. Is there anything you specifically want, like in like the descriptions or anything like that? Um, uh, no, just my channel. It's, it's fine. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, Irish yeah. I'm sorry. I should checked chat. You lit. He literally told me the name of the song like ten minutes ago. He did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh uh, well. All right. Well, listen. Now, uh, great show. Thank you, Chris, for being on, my bro. Cool. Thank you for taking this time with me. It actually went longer than I expected it to, but I really appreciate it. And no um, for
1: having me, Brian. We're gonna
0: wrap this up, View, uh, members. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, a lot of these clips are gonna go out next week, so be on the look for look out for that. And we have a video releasing on uh, Monday or Tuesday, so about Prime video. Be on the out for that. Love you guys all, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.